This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. Fuck me, that was loud in the studio. Welcome to the show. Um, oh, we're all a bit on edge now because this is a pre-record, so we're recording this after the hip-hop show from last week. That woke me up. And oh. heavens heaven to Betsy. Betsy, that was... <laughs> goodness, they have their music loud. So, coming up on the show today at uh, 3.30, 2.30, we're going to have Tommy Davis in the studio. He's uh, directed a show called The Honeymoon, which is part of Channel 4's Random Acts short series of films, what they do. And the first episode will be broadcast on Monday, the 21st of August, at midnight, on Channel 4. Is that all the things that the PR has to do? Uh, that I, I put that on there, but yeah, but we'll... That's all the things we've done. We'll mention it when Yeah, I'm just saying that's all the things we've done. We have Simon Turner and Ben Galp in the studio. Uh, they're from The Hunting of the Snark, which is the Vaudeville Theatre of the Mountain. That's a misprint. It must be Soho Theatre. No, it's though, not Soho Theatre. I can confirm. I've made a new friend at the Vaudeville Theatre. Oh, heavens. Okay, heavens well, to Betsy. they're uh, in Hunting of the Snark. Have you ever seen Hunting of the Snark? I haven't. It's Sounds? a play, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, a poem. Sorry, a poem, poem. What? I don't know. She's up for it. <laughs> myself and Natalie um, because I said to Natalie that the theme from Big Break Snookering You is a song from The Hunting of the Snark and Nat it was just on there well you just clicked then it said it on there Um, look there second line down Uh, oh yeah the show's theme song is the snooker song from the musical The Hunting of the Snark composed by Mike Batts and performed by the captain Captain Sensible it was Um, so yeah the theme tune of Big Break was from the musical of Hunting of the Snark now I don't know whether or not the performers that these gentlemen are doing who are coming in is the musical or whether it's just a play adaptation of Lewis Carroll's original poem but Snookering You or the snooker song is from The Hunting of the Snark which is what I said so you don't have to say fuck off no it's not I didn't say either of those things I said said, Kenny Everett performed it in the original and she went oh that's ridiculous but he did he he absolutely did I'm going to say something that might be stupid but Lewis Carroll we just took that out as a sound bite (laughs) and just put that on instead of Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio what you just said I might say something that might be stupid when did Lewis Barry can record one for the Parapod as well (laughs) when did um, Lewis Carroll write the poem (laughs) when yeah why why are you asking me that because I was because I don't understand it doesn't connect to me it was during during their lifetime yeah but I didn't know Lewis Carroll didn't write it for Big Break (laughs) no I was just wondering about Snooker I don't remember Snooker being in Alice in Wonderland is it 
what what are you talking about no uh oh yeah it was not from that but you know i I wasn't (laughs) sure how long snooker as a game had been around right okay um, I'm confused. It's just in the musical, which, and the musical was made in, I believe, the 90s. Oh, fine, that makes sense, and that makes. But Lewis Carroll didn't write the mu- no. Lewis Carroll didn't write the musical. Oh yeah, but Big Break was around in what the 80s. Well, I, th- I would imagine Big Break was probably 90s. Again, you've got it up on a Google search. So why don't you oh, just yeah, check it just now? Go straight back to the. Not how I anticipated starting the show was no. with a full biography of Big Fucking Break. <laughs> um, 91, actually, it started. There we go. So there we are. I was so. weirdly talking to someone recently about they think should bring Big Break back. I why? feel like you could be the presenter of it. I'd be all right. Yeah. Um, I was in a record shop Good. Uh, the other day. When we went to do that uh, car boot, not car boot oh, sale. Oh, yeah, yeah, jumble. Um, I went to a posh record shop, mm. or a trendy, hipsterish record shop, and I found uh, the Jim Davidson album. I did not know such a thing existed. It was only a quid. I actually considered buying it at one point, but then I thought, I'm buying it for a joke, mm. and I've already bought loads of Rolf Harris albums for a joke so how many jokes do I need in my record collection well first of all what songs are on wait, what kind of album please don't tell me it's a swing album they, everyone covers. does I knew it a cover of swing album they all do that I don't know if it was, again I don't think it was released this year oh. I think it was released in oh, the well, 80s okay. possibly 70s okay and when you bought the Rolf Harris albums did this you was way back. buy okay so it wasn't oh. yeah I know it was. It was. It was post uh, conviction. Oh, okay. But I bought them for gifts for people who then obviously didn't take the gift. <laughs> but I had an interesting thing. I'm sure I spoke about this on here when I did it. But maybe I didn't. But I it was in a charity shop, mm. and it was a Rolf Harris album. And I went to the till thing with it, with the album to yeah. buy it. And the lady who was working at the charity shop was really, like, pissy with me and was really, like, judgmental on me. For buying a Rolf Harris album? And I actually album. said... Oh. I, no, at one point I went, you're selling it! That's true, actually. That's it's a not, fair point, yeah. It's you that's uh, selling it. Yeah. I'm just buying it. So if it's not for sale, then... What did, what did she say? That's a good comeback. She didn't really say anything, but there's clearly... A, it was two women, and it's clearly a judgment thing. Well, two, two older ladies in this shop. Yeah, but this, you are right. Pull the album, then don't sell yeah, it. Because yeah, he'll yeah. still make some crash I'm clearly not album. buying it because I want to rock out to it over a weekend. I'm buying it. I'm clearly buying it as a joke, and also because if I hold it up, it looks like I've got Rolf Harris's head. <laughs> yeah. But they just weren't playing that. What do you think about um, liking songs by people that... Because I really like quite like Joan Jett. You know her? Yeah. And then I can't remember the song now, but I was going to download it the other day because I heard it on a film and I looked and it was a Gary Glitter cover and I went, oh, no, I'm not going to bother. Was it Rock and Roll Part 2? I think it was, yeah. I think that's what it was. Um, it's a good... I mean, well, I have a long-standing issue with Gary Glitter. Not the, not the one you'd expect. <laughs> um, I do, no, because I, I, I really, really like Gary Glitter's music. Yeah. Like, I think it's fantastic. And I thought he was brilliant as yeah. a performer. I saw him live a few times. Um... And I would go again. I've, I've, I'm would on the you? record. Absolutely. Absolutely. I said years ago. Pay for a ticket? If, I'd pay top dollar for it. Oh. For Gary Glitter to do fucking Wembley. I, <laughs> I would pay top dollar for that. Because it would be the experience of a lifetime. Wait, wait. Is wow. he, he's going to die in jail, isn't he? But um, oh, that would be, wouldn't that be amazing to front it out? I don't think you'll be likely to see him doing Wembley. But no. I'd be interested to see... If it sold out, and who the who would go? Who would he, go? He wouldn't leave alive. No, no, definitely. Well, unless you're right, a lot of people would go just to. Yeah, no, but I, I, I would want to be there at that event. Oh, to, witness, <laughs> to see what happened. I don't mean I'd want to go and see him do all the old hits again. I mean I'd oh, want right. to be in the room. You'd want to be and see that fucking gang, happen. That gang. that thing of like, no, <laughs> I wouldn't want that. You want to be in his gang, no? Um, no, I'd, I think that would be an incredibly interesting thing to watch. I would be for anybody that did a gig. If Lost Profits or whatever his face is, Ian Watkins was like, I'm just going to go and do a quick gig at Wembley. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that would be, that would be a fi- your finale gig. I, I hear what you're saying, but I think there would be something slightly different to Gary Glitter doing it. If he did it 
as he used to do shows. Right. Because there's something very uh, fuck you about Gary Glitter's performances, both on and off stage. <laughs> and and I think that there's an element of that, that would be an intrigue. It's like when you see a comic dying, not doing well in a room, mm. and fronting it out. I get you have to, don't you? you, get well, pay, you don't get paid. No, no but over front. No, of course oh. you get paid. But over fronting oh. it out. Like I once saw, I think it was Lee Mack at Late and Live. I saw someone at Late and Live that had a. Didn't, didn't who was it? I'm not saying it doesn't matter because that's that's late in life. It's everyone oh, does badly like actually. A caster got um, he did it very well. He got you know, this had the heckly like, well, they yeah, don't yeah, really yeah. care about your material, do no. they? Late in life, you can come on. No. In fact, if anything, they don't actually want material. It's they about just, the event. They, I feel like they want you to do more crowd work and come out and yeah, talk yeah. to them. It's and, boring, and take it's really the boring. I can't bet if you are, I find it really boring. Yeah, um, I saw Lee Mack crash and burn at late in life and then. I think it was Ross Noble was comparing. I believe it was Ross. Came on after him and Lee ran back on. Yeah. Because they were still booing and shouting. And he went, I think it's an encore, I think it's an encore, and do another 20 minutes. Oh, okay. So that, that sort of fronting out, I love. I saw Russell yeah. Brand do it. It was a very famous late night. I was there that night where he cut himself open with some glass. Somebody oh. threw a glass. And he hadn't. He'd, he'd got blood capsule things. He was all set up. Yeah. But somebody did throw the glass because he told him, he said, glass me, throw glasses at me. And then when somebody did throw a glass, he then burst it in his chest, so he was bleeding, and it was oh. all that. It was like proper exciting night. Yeah. But he wasn't doing well. He was fucking dying badly right. on there. And that's a very exciting thing to watch, to watch someone well, stand I- in front of people like that who are booing and fucking shoulders back and go for it. Well, I feel like when I was mentioning about James, like he didn't get heckled, but they, they just weren't, they were just weirdly shouting out random names of kids' TV presenters. I remember like, Neil Buchanan, he was going, anymore. <laughs> and so when I um, spoke to him about it, I guess for him, I was like, it was brilliant. It was really funny to watch, but I felt like he perhaps was like, yeah, it would have been better if I'd done my material. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it, wasn't yeah, yeah. The, it wasn't what I planned. But what I felt is if you do that show, you, you can't just rely on your own uh, material. Like, you have to have something in case that doesn't go well. Well, I've always compared it. I've never done a set that I've right. never compared it. Yeah. And, and I resisted for a long time compared because people used to say to me, Oh, you'd be great at late in live as a compare. Just attack the crowd. They love but it. That, but I was like, Yeah, but I only like it kicking off in a room or like going off on one in a room. Yeah. If it's a surprise. Okay. I don't want to go somewhere where that is. I've had the same with Up the Creek, where, where it's like, well, that's just what the gig is anyway. Mm. And it's like, well, then it's not spontaneous, is it? Then it's as contrived as anything else. Yeah. So um, I always resisted doing Light and Live because I, th- I felt like I was going there to be good at crowd work mm-hmm. and to be yeah. good at dealing, you know, or constructing situations around difficult gigs. And I couldn't be arsed with that. I can do it when it happens spontaneously, yeah. but not, I don't like it as a contrivance. So I, I think I did about four or five of them. Yeah. I just went, you know what, fuck this. I don't want to do this. It's but, really boring. But a lot of comedians, when they're there, do do it throughout the run. Is it like a baptism of fire thing? Like, you have to go and see what it's like on the show. I think, it's late. It starts I, I think, at one, yeah, doesn't no, it? 1am. There's, there's a clue yeah. in the title. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, very late. I think late. less so than it used to be late right. in life. I think it's less of a... Be- I think people now are like, whatever. It's like 130 quid or something. It's like, to be yeah, doing I'll, a set I'll, at three I'll, in the morning. I'll go and do it, or yeah. if I'm free, but if not, I'm not going to, yeah. you know, call Karen Corrin every day till I get booked for it. It's like, okay. I, I certainly didn't want to do it. I agreed to do it. Did a few, knocked it on the head. I saw some ones that I thought were good, but I was always just praying no one would come. You know, the people on the compare, please don't come over. But they generally people pick, on the compare, people on the compare, but people. Yeah. Um, what Look they generally? Out. Oh, he's out on the compare tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> this bloke who keeps coming on between the acts, he's out on the compare. <laughs> 
But they tended to go rightly so for people who I've never understood this. This happened. I don't know if this happens in comedy gigs generally. But certainly in Edinburgh, people presumably paid for a ticket, mm. ten pounds roughly, yeah, and then would sit yeah. there through the show, yeah. either talking to their mate or just texting away. And like but that's late and live though. It's because no, it's no, it wasn't. It was actual some shows when oh, I was, was there. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah, just, I fuck I them. They should it. be against the wall and shot. <laughs> I'm not going to get. But that was a general. Thing that I saw in most shows I went to I thought I don't know if you've just paid for a tenner here why you want to come in here and just chat to your mate yeah it's, did they have bars rude. in those gigs bars or like like, like, the Pleasance, like the Pleasance what's oh what's uh, alcohol it? bar right okay yeah was there a bar in the room um can't remember yes for a number of them yeah. so some people would have been there because yeah, it was yeah. a late bar yeah yes I would imagine Interesting comedy chat to start off the show. Have you heard of self-inflation, Nat? No, what is it? Okay, I'm going to talk to you about it. Oh, all right. Have I done it? uh, I shudder to think. Oh, I can't wait. If you had, it would have been a perfect day. That was a really clever link. to tune until the last last little bit goes like into it. tune I like it too um, you're perhaps expecting uh, the usual scenario here no, don't stop <laughs> this is the day it's that pre-record. I pre-record you perhaps you probably know this goes by now <laughs> I'll just set fire to the studio in a minute and just give up you tell me off for saying I'll set fire to no, things no, but, then, but like, it's alright for you to set fire fine. to your work yeah. but when I want to set fire to Nissan oh no you can't do that you can't well, do that Nissan sent me a letter the other day that meant nothing what do you mean Nis- Nissan the other day right because they're not even chasing me for this money they're just sending me weird stuff I know so um, they sent me a, a photocopy two photocopies mm. of a letter they sent me in June that's weird and I don't know why they sent it I think someone at Nissan right I've shouted at one day on yeah. the phone is fucking about with me well I think because so my mum keeps saying well you'll have to pay that money because they're, they're, they're after some money from me from damage to the car supposedly wear and tear and all this mm. sort of shit um, and then they demanded six and a half grand from from me. Yeah, which would have been the rem- the, the end payment of the if I kept the car. Well, what was and the I was damage? Like, but you've took the car. The car's it gone. Is. I've There's not got no it anymore. You've, you've actually took it. Well, yeah, and it's in your name now because DVLA have sent me the thing back, and I got three pound thirty three back on my tax. Wow. Um, um, but I think my mum's panicking a bit, and I but I said to my mum, they've not at any point asked me for the money. They've not mm. asked me, even if I wanted to pay it. Mm. They've not told me how to pay it. Exactly how much it should be. Yeah. I've not been, all I've got is these weird fucking letters through from them. They're messing with you. I think it's a vindictive campaign on their yeah. part. I honestly, I actually honestly think that now. Oh, okay. Um, I thought for a while I was going. Oh, it sounds. It's, I feel like they're winding me up, but now I feel like they're definitely. It's definitely deliberate. Well, it's like I. I think Nissan, I'm going to burn it down. Nissan are messing with you. I've got. <coughs> I've got people messing with me. What was the issue? Because one of the guests was a bit. Oh, late. I wasn't meaning that. But the, the guest has arrived. Yeah. You're so. in a terrible mood, aren't you? No! Let me tell you about self-inflation. Hey, yeah, tell me what it means. Um, I saw on a pornography website... No, now, <laughs> the one you just happened to be... I can't remember, why I, I can't remember why I was on it. I think, uh, what, what kind of... Uh, well, I don't... Here's the thing. thing. I don't really care for porn in no. my life. I, uh. I, I'm not bothered about it. There would have been a periods in my life where I would have consumed a, a, you know, a fair chunk of porn and that. Mm-hmm. Now I think I've... I think I'm just bored of it. I say I, I don't really look for porn so much. Have you done all the porn? Done all, left. Not all of it now. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just parameters. Well, the no, legal, very, the legal no, porn. I, I, the it's legal very porn. important. I've not done all of it. Okay. No. Okay. Um, 
and it wasn't that long ago but I was looking maybe I was looking for the normal times I would be on a porn site now is mm. if I want to send something to Barry <laughs> as a joke you know what I mean if I want to find yes. if I want to sort of if I'm saying that he's gay I want to send him a picture of somebody with a huge cock That's, sure, it's, yeah, it's yeah. that sort of thing normally so it may have been that but whatever the reason was I was on do you know what? it almost certainly was something like that because it was gay porn that I saw right. or I presume it was gay porn there was no actual other man involved so it's just one man? It was one man. Mm, um, and it was self-inflation. Now, to be honest with you, it could have been I saw, I saw that as a link. I thought, what the fuck is that? What? Right, I wanted to click it. That's how I discovered Richard the Wanker many, many years ago, who was this old man that used to wank on the internet. And Eddie used to write about... Eddie used to have to watch Richard the Wanker every year, every week for our old, old podcast, for the Ray Peacock podcast it was. What would he... I mean, I know he's obviously masturbating, but that was in it. different that, locations or no, something, no, visually, to look no, at? just always the same place. Oh. But he was... Um, but what I liked about it was he kind of presented it like a programme. Oh, so he'd go, I well, today I'm going to have a wank over uh, Sophia. Uh, she sent me a picture. Oh. <laughs> right, and then he'd say all these things, and he'd say, oh, look at that, look at that. Like Come on, him. wank along like with me, all that sort of stuff. Oh, it was vile. But yeah. that's how I found him. <laughs> I wasn't like searching on porn sites. Old man wanking. That's what I want to look at. We've today. all done it, don't we? I guess so. Mm. So, uh, so I've clearly seen self-inflation. Going, what the fuck is self-inflation? I need to know about it. But don't Google it because I'm telling no, you. No, I'm just I'm deleting that off the screen. Um, what do you think it is? Uh, just when you masturbate and you get yourself aroused, probably. Oh, so just getting yourself hard? Yeah, because you're uh, inflating. I guess to a degree you are. It's yeah. Self-inflating. Um, it's not that. I've another guess. All right, uh, self-inflating. Is it when you blow something up inside yourself? You blow something up inside yourself? <laughs> yeah. What, like a bomb? No, I was thinking like a balloon or something. Like so you, you blow a balloon up a bomb. In Well, we know it's a gentleman, don't we? So it's yeah, not a lady. Yeah, you put it in your bum. And so a gentleman... Could, and then blow it up. Putting a balloon in his bum <laughs> and blowing up the balloon. That's an inflation. Okay, hold on. Self-inflation. Is it? Is it with the penis? Does it involve the penis? Not really. Nipples? No. Clitoris? Men don't have clitoris. Oh, it's a male thing. Yeah. Sorry, okay, okay. Clitoris. Balls? Blowing up their balls. I'm just—I don't know what is being inflated. <laughs> but what? Are you, how are you imagining they're doing that? Like just blowing down the cock till the balls blow up? That's not—that's not. Someone that's goes not on the, the physiology penis of and that. is like. No, no, it's one man. Remember? It's oh, it's one, one man. man. So he's doing it to himself. Mm. It's got to be the bum then. Yeah. So bum's right. Bum, bum. Oh, right, so that's it. Keep saying bum. Bum, 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 bum. So Does he, he put doing? his fingers in his bum? No. Does he put something in his bum yeah. to blow? It? Oh, like a—it's a balloon pump or something. Yeah, similar. Ooh, but uh, it, it was a, a one of those that you'd use to. I presume it was this, or it might have been, it might have been bespoke kit. But it was it was like the sort of thing you put on your tar, uh, your uh, car tires to and press pump the button up. to pump them up. It was one of them, what? right up his ass. Okay. Right. And it it. What do you think happened? Well, I think you'd explode, wouldn't you? He didn't explode. Did he? Because he uploaded the video. <laughs> Did his, At no point did he explode now. Did his bum get bigger? Did his bum get bigger? Well, he, Why would his bum get bigger? Um, <laughs> it's not hollow. Because <laughs> so he's put a pump into his bum. <laughs> Imagine that. If like people that were like, on a fat arse, you go, just let a bit of air out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's put a pump into his bum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's blowing air into it. Mm, into himself, yeah. yeah. Will it be his tummy? Yeah. His tummy gets bigger. It was fucking huge. <gasps> So it, like, it was the one of the most... Uh, well, I guess it was kind of abdomen, I, I guess, sort of it area. Was, fucking huge. Is this a, it was really alarming. Is this a thing that people watch, like I, a movement? I, I don't know now. I, I've told you my history of finding it. What's it called? Self-inflation. I want to see it. 
Right. Well, we're doing a better, isn't it? One look again. Hello, Neil. <laughs> self inflation. That's the same windows open from last week. Um, self inflation. Oh, we go. It's a dictionary, actually. No, I feel like that's not the porn. Yeah, no, that's that's, that's building not, up your personality, isn't it? It's it not wasn't the porn that. one, is it? You might have to go on like porn urban, hub or urban dictionary or something like that. Bit, it? Bad, being incompetent. Oh. I think you're looking in the wrong places now. I think you look, need to look on a porn site. Yeah, I porn don't. Porn hub, mm. Xtube. What else is it? I'll just put self inf- inflation porn. See what, yeah. see what it tells me. Oh, uh, uh, a poem, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's listen to a self-inflation poem. <laughs> Porn um, videos. Belly inflation. You see? Okay, so that could be it. Gee, oh, it's mainly... Wi- oh, God. Does it not? Does a gentleman know his penis right out? Yeah, there's a lady there. She, so yeah, she's see, these not, are all so losses. They're not pregnant, then. Okay, there we go. Oh, Homemade Christ. inflation belly air. I think I'd rather see a man. I don't know what. I'm going to put men. Oh, yeah, no. just put gay in as oh, well. No. Oh, there we go. Perfect. Virus, virus downloaded. Well done. I can't get a porn man. Why would you not just take my word for it? Why I'm do you have to, to view no, it I now? I'd like to visualise it. Let's just have a look at a belly. Why could you inflation? not do it at home later no, on? No, not on my computer. Oh. And also, but I'm not sure. There's a man there fucking a sofa. No, he's not. He's fucking oh, it's a, a flashlight inside it. Right. It's not a jar. It's a flashlight. You idiot. What's the flashlight? Oh yeah. See now, look at the bellies. Look at all that. They are protruding, and so the air pumps it up. How does it def- deflate? I've got no idea. I guess maybe they fart it out later. I don't. I actually don't know. All I know is what I've told you already. Yeah, I've not hidden anything from wow. you. Wow, some of that looks quite solid. But how uncomfortable would that be? That wouldn't be ni- a nice feeling, would it? No, I don't think it would be. Did you see it then suddenly? I don't like feeling full from dinner. Yeah, no. yeah, it did. It inflated like a balloon. It was a really. People will watch anything. Thing. There's a thing for everybody, isn't there, really? Um, what's dick inflation? Click that, for Where's God's that? sake. Oh, dick inflation. Get that clip. Oh, it? my Ooh. Christ almighty. Holy shit. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, let's pop that you off. Said that you let's pop that off. You just said you couldn't blow up the balls, I and I have no, pictures here. No, yeah, and, what, and, what's, and what's the title? Saline inflation video Saline tutorial. inflation video. So they've not blown them up. Scrotal they've injected saline into their testicles. Scrotal air inflation. Okay, that's a real thing then. Okay, how, This how is a nice that? one. Fucking and coming on an inflated condom. I mean, yeah, that's okay. a catchy headline, can you, isn't it? Um, can we, the scrotal air inflation one, can we... Uh, sorry, I know, you don't have to listen to the show, by the way. Go, I presume most of you are doing what we're doing now. Oh, uh, look at this Just one. Go and Getting it. fucked by inflatable Nats, dick know, while wife we, watches. We don't have At least she's involved. Worry about those. How's that more upsetting to you than the man who's put saline into his testicles? I can't believe this. Go what, back to the which one, one we watching? That one there, scrotal air inflation, because that is unbelievable. Pornhub's all right, isn't it? Blank. Yeah, yeah. So it, I'm not even. Oh, I am on Pornhub. Right. Scrotal Scrotal inflated with, with air. Exclamation mark. Oh. Well, we're gonna hear it because that that's, that thing's been. God, that's upsetting, isn't it? Should I turn it down? You know what? I that. shouldn't even be, shouldn't even be playing because the that, faders. Do you know what? Up. <laughs> to be honest with you, just turn it off anyway because that is absolutely abhorrent. And I need to. It's like watching an Al Qaeda video or something. You need to build yourself up to that. Well, I, also, I can't deal with that. The studio is now cold. possessed because that Flirt has been playing out on air when that fader should be up and it's already playing. It's become possessed to the studio since you played right. tubular bells. We all know what's happened. Okay. Has anyone else, uh, Abby? Have you heard of this self-inflation stuff? Have you heard of self-inflation? No. Have oh. I discovered a new thing? I could hear that. How then. many views did they have? Were they, oh. were they high on views? Let me go back. Maybe I found a real niche thing, and it's going to become 
Uh, 16,000. That's the saline one. Oh, with a scrotal. Air I said inflation 6,754. Yeah, it's not much, that. Well. In the great scheme of things. See, the wife watching one, no one likes that. 542. Yeah. Not, it's not really catch people. Movies of men having set accounts. Too quick, aren't you? Saline inflation. Me. Who do I know that? I've got loads of gay stalkers. Maybe she'll ask one of my gay stalkers. Me gaping my ass with a large inflatable butt plug. Shall I try and. Oh, whipped cream belly inflation anal. Contributing a lot. Shall we, um, shall I text John Beck? He's what, gay see and he's... see if he knows anything about it. If you can talk to us on that. Do you not think straight men do it as well? I don't know. Oh, we'll ask. Well, yeah. It feels like yeah, it's let, a gay thing. I'd like to know more about this. Okay. I'm going to test John back. See, this is where you do need a fade in the song. Oh, I don't know what this is. It's just all that like, spoken word bit, and it's from the wall, isn't it? Let's get oh, that for Pink a minute. Floyd, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, welcome back. We're now joined by Tommy Davis in the studio. How are you, man? I'm great. Thanks for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Uh, we're chatting. We were just chatting off air just now, before mm. we start proper, um, about Bill Murray. Because mm-hmm. Nat was telling me the story of why Bill Murray was in the film Garfield. Garfield, yes. And you said it's because he thought it was the Cohen brothers? Yeah. The director is somebody Cohen. I cannot remember the name right now. But isn't Bill Murray, as he actually said on the record, that's what happened? I believe so, yeah. Because Bill Murray can, like tends it. to be quite uh, fine tooth comb, doesn't he, with the stuff that he takes? He's quite um, picky about he it. He doesn't have an agent, I believe. I remember seeing something with Sophia Coppola Doesn't anymore. Well, his agent joined a, uh, a TV production company and sort of stopped being an agent. Right, okay. And then after that, there was a big fight amongst the agents in America. And okay. then Robin Williams was in the same one, and then they had to decide who they were going with. And Bill Murray just fucked it all off. Right. See, I think he read the script and he decided that the script was pretty amazing. That's yeah, what that's I what think. I, yeah, yeah, I find it very unlikely that Bill Murray didn't read the script at all. And also, I presume he was aware of Garfield. Uh, Garfield's yeah, pretty famous. You're aware thing, of it, it as a comic book, but maybe not. You don't know how the film's going to go. No. I think I've seen the film. I don't know. I don't saw the first one because I was a big Garfield fan. Yeah. Kind of obsessive Garfield fan. You know how I have my little obsessions from time to time. So I was telling you that I bought a Garfield comic strip the other night. Oh, yes. In a moment of weakness. I was feeling a bit downhearted about things and I mm. went and spent a lot of money well for a cartoon essentially 20 quid but it's like dedicated by Jim Davis and stuff the oh, guy does nice. it yeah. do you like Garfield I do Tommy? like Garfield mm. Garfield's really funny yeah no he is it's good yeah it's good he can pull you through some moments you know yeah yeah I think yeah. of all the newspaper strips mm. like three panel strips I'd say Garfield's certainly the funny most consistently funny and sarcastic and mm has some real moments but I saw that they were selling them and I went out a look to see for some of my favourites from when I was a kid mm. well as a teenager and I found one I went, oh yeah I love that one and I thought do I buy that do I buy it or not and I hummed and hard over it right mm. and then I looked at it closer and it was my birthday on the strip oh. and I was like okay I'm buying it fate. I'm buy it I wouldn't say it was fate anyway well, but that's by the by because we're going to be talking to Tommy about uh, the, so the, the film is the honeymoon, is that right? The the film is the honeymoon. We can keep talking about Garfield. Though. <laughs> well, we can we'll do it. Like, we'll, come back you know, to we'll, Garfield. We'll do it. We'll do it when you've gone. Yeah, you yeah. See, you know, we can still talk about it later on. <laughs> I'm happy to talk to you about Garfield though, if you want. Um, so what's the deal with Random Acts? It's Channel Four uh, commission. What what is Random Acts? Uh, they they pull elect- eclectic films from around the world. I think the, the few that I've seen, I've seen you know half a dozen, and they're all kinds of animation. They're okay. wonderful though. The experimental animated films. Uh, mine is yeah. The, the honeymoon is just a strange little film too. Just uh, okay. And had you made that already, and then they 
put yes. it into this. So it was already you didn't make it for random acts. You'd already made the. I'd film already then. made the film. Yeah. Got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So does it lead on to? Is it something that they do? As how long's the film? This film is three minutes. Yes. Okay. So is it something it's they like do? A comic strip. Nice. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, I mean, yeah. that's how it was conceived in some well, way. That's hard, though, yeah. eh, man? Like, yeah. that is sort of... Getting something into that amount of time... Yeah. It's it, really difficult. It makes you, like, focused in a way. Because was his mic not live all this time? Uh, no, it was live. It just was a bit quiet, so I just turned him up. Was it my fault? No. Okay, do, you just, uh, do I need to speak louder? Softer, it's not your very fault. softly spoken, Tommy. It's a nice trait, I think. Okay. So I keep getting, just keep getting notes on screen. Turn it up, so I've got to lean over yeah, and just yeah. do Sorry. it. Sorry. So. We had the same issue with Dave Benson Phillips. Wow, I thought he was going to be loud, but he was actually surprisingly quiet. He probably quiet. was. It yeah. probably just that button wasn't pressed. <laughs> no, no, I just twiddled the knob up. It's fine. Welcome to the show, Tom. Yeah, welcome. Um, okay, so go on, continue what you were saying. So you, now we can hear you. A, th- a three-minute movie. A three, three minutes, yeah. It, but, I mean, a lot happens in three minutes because mm. I, 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 there's a lot of fat usually in a lot of movies. Yeah, so yeah, I try. Yeah. I, it's a struggle for me to make it longer than that. I mean, originally I think it was. I thought it'd be twenty minutes, but it ended but up even being with three. With a movie with a lot of fat, you'd have to do some work to cut it to three minutes. I think yeah, but I just kind of get bored with the moments when it's just like you know what's going to happen, so you cut to it in some way. Okay, oh, I watched it earlier. Very good. Beginning, middle, end. And now I'm thinking I don't want to watch a film for as long as three minutes. You met our resident. This is our resident film reviewer. Yeah, she, knows you, all, yeah. she knows all about movies. She, she read the story. <laughs> that was good. Uh, it's really good. No, I appreciate that. Thank you. It was, it's very short. I, yeah. I I usually make documentary films, um, and so fiction's a, a new beast in some ways. And so when I do it, I'm just like, well, I try to just get to the essence. But yeah, I think okay. I just maybe cut a lot. So, but it's you got to be pretty. I don't know if I mentioned I'm directing a film at the moment. Oh no! What is it? Yeah. No, oh no! He's right. <laughs> oh no! That, no, no, that, 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 that was the cor- absolute correct reaction because that's yeah. what I say most days when I get. I go. Oh no! I know this is really difficult, and I'm reading lots of books at the moment about directing. I'm reading lots of books about. Uh, there's a book about documentary making and things like that. Um, it's from a podcast I used to do. Is that we're, we're making a film of the podcast, but a, a film of the same relationship as as a film. But even in, we're in pre-production at the moment, even at that stage of I've just had a meeting with the producer and chopping down is really hard when you care about something. Like, it's really hard when you go, oh, no, but I'd like to keep that bit in, I'd like to keep that bit in. And you get people saying, no, but that, it serves no purpose. That doesn't serve the story or serve the journey you're going on. Get it, get it cut out. Yeah, and then, but then when, if you shoot it, I mean, sometimes I'm lucky enough to shoot it. I've only made two short films. Uh, okay. But I feel like when I watch it, I'm like, whoa, that's slow. I mean, and I like slow films, actually. Yeah, so, yeah, But when I watch myself, I'm like, if I didn't capture some energy with this, then yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of want to move on. Uh, but maybe if I thought I was making something longer, I would feel, oh, I can handle a break and a pause here in this moment. But usually, in this instance, I was like, I'm making a short. I don't think I have the, I haven't earned the right to take the energy level down yeah, okay, I mean okay. for a long enough time so when you so wait what's your background in film were you film school or you no I I, I, I kind of did it on my own started okay. making documentaries out of college I studied like genetics and, and business in college and then I, I made a documentary after that and then what do you think genetically is wrong with that just, uh, just, just on site <laughs> I barely oh, escaped funny. genetics class so yeah. I won't even <laughs> Uh, okay, so you wanted, so you wanted to make movies. Yeah, I wanted to make films. So, so there are movies and, and documentaries and stuff like that. So I've been making documentaries for ten years. So, but there's a there's a period of time there that I'm interested in. That that's the period that you never hear about. So you you did that in the first instance, and then you wanted to make movies, so you made movies. It's that middle bit that how do you get from that to that? To What's point B? To make in a documentary, some, like yeah, my well, first one. Well, well how do you get? Because you, you know, you can say to people, anyone can make a film. It's like, well, yeah, they can, but you need kit, you need 
financing normally or you need some you know how do you get to the point where it's actually a viable thing to make where you actually go yeah i I can make films now because i've got the kit i've got access to people i've got you know yeah i was super intimidated which is why i honestly i think that's probably did documentaries just because it's like well i can handle this i understand what to do so i made a film out of college and it took me like i tried going that oh let me apply for some grants and do that and i was like this is a disaster yeah so i just worked saved some money and i moved to mexico and um which is where the film was going to take place and i just stayed there till i met the right characters um which took like seven weeks and then the film was going to be shot over five days so it was like i was super lucky in that i had a film that was five days long yeah yeah. as long as i could meet the people and then of course terrible i mean it it did well like it did it did fine at festivals and this and that was very lucky and it it had some distribution but i mean i didn't know what i was doing and i and i taught myself to edit and everything right i just thought it was it was a good way to learn and i was lucky and that people forgave yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and said they liked it and lied and it, it, yeah so when you make a, so when you go I'm going to make a three minute film I'm going to make a short it might be 20 minutes it might be three minutes you know, whatever it is I'm going to make a short what, what are you making that for what, what then because I think that's what people wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily understand as far as general public concerned why, why make they, a three minute film well they get why you make says. a feature they, didn't, they go oh I see so you want it to be on Netflix or you want it to be on uh, distribution or whatever you know they don't understand that I think they don't understand if you made a five-minute cartoon. They go, okay, I get what that is. I understand what that is. Do you know what I mean? I, I think it's a, it's a it, weird... It, it's a great point. After I made this one, I, I mean, I had a few meetings. People were like, what do you think in longer term? I was <laughs> like, I got like five short films I really like yeah, to make right yeah, now. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, honestly, I just feel like in documentaries, I know what I can do and I, I know what I want. I'm interested in the longer form. And features, I, I don't know. I mean, I have a couple ideas, but nothing where I feel that I know for sure. And I don't want to waste my time and especially someone else's time. Yeah. But um, shorts I'm super interested in, and I like watching shorts that are good, which are hard to come by, um, but I like them that are a little challenging, a little surprising, and so I, I really enjoy it. But, yeah, everybody asks why. I think... No, I, I, I just... No, 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 even like, my mom like, is where, like... Where, where does it what? go? You yeah, where, where does it go? Where do... You know, it's like people go, where do I get it? They usually just go to a festival, then they go die on That's the internet. It, yeah, 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 no, it's super yeah. unusual. Like, this is unusual to be talking about a short film, so... Oh. Yeah, it, it, it's amazing though because I th- I mean it's like short stories. Mm. I think some people say now in the U.S. like we're better with short stories than we are novels right now, and I I tend to agree. I, I mainly read short stories by a lot right. of the authors I like. Um, See, I I'm just bring it back to me for a second. <laughs> I um, I'm writing short stories at the moment, and I think it's opposed to my beliefs. So I'm writing them for a podcast. Uh, so I'm gonna. It's called Four Thousand Words. So they're all four, exactly four thousand words long each story, um, and I'm gonna narrate them and release them week by week as these stories. And I'm enjoying the writing process to a degree, but I'm quite anti short stuff. I'm quite anti condensing stuff because I think that's a reaction to people. It's it, internet culture certainly. It's a reaction to Twitter. It's all those sort of things where people are now being conditioned to lose interest after a couple of minutes. That, that you can't even keep someone's attention, and I'm kind of a, a fan of the classics and shit. You know, I like things like the Planet. Of the, that's the Planet of the Apes film, even though it's a mainstream movie. It, I was delighted. I was oh, like, it's fantastic. And it takes yeah. so long. It's such a slow pace, and it's you get immersed in that movie. It's you know, it pulls you in. It's not like, come on, get it quick, battle quick. Cause it didn't feel that way. I didn't feel rushed along. But then you watch even like TV, and you feel like, well, movie's short now. Yeah, like it feels almost like yeah. a short form so it's like you you want to see planet of the apes something where there's a uh, you're into the story right away and there's a spectacle or it's just so audacious and, and original yeah, that yeah, it, yeah. it justifies its existence otherwise you just made 
this thing. And that's why I think even for like a short short, like I tend to make, I'm trying to be a little explorer because otherwise, why are you doing this? Because no one's going to see it unless you really bring something to the table in a way. And even then you're, you know, it's it's a struggle to get eyeballs. I agree. But there's also the element of, um, I think there is also counter to all of what I've just said. There is also an industry idea, which is they will find a short and go, okay, this is a good starting point for a movie. This is a good starting point. This story is a great idea to make into a feature. Um, which again, in, in that situation, I go, no, it's a short. Keep it as a short. If that's what you, it was made as, don't take the cash and go, okay, I can stretch this out over 80 minutes. And what was the movie, the horror movie that quite quite recently, which was an amazing short film? I think it was a minute long. The original mm. is it Lights Out? I want to say. Yeah, there's is a, it film, that there film? Is a film called Lights Out. Yeah. Is that what? And all the short is is, as I remember it, is mm. a close on a girl uh, who, when she turns the light out, there's a shadow coming closer and closer and closer. She turns it back on again, and the shadow's a bit closer. And she turns out, I think it was a competition. It's great, short. yeah. It was, it was brilliant. It was really brilliant. Really unsettling, really scary in a very short period of time. And then they made it into a feature, and holy shit, it was woeful. Like, it was, yeah. like, really, it was like, you had such a good idea. Leave it alone, yeah, move yeah, on, and bring it. Yeah. a big story around it that doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> yeah, you knackered it. So would you would you anticipate pressure like that of, of, of people? Well, I wouldn't, this wouldn't be a f- feature, no way. Okay. And the last one I made, people did ask, like, is, is this a feature? what are you going to do with this and I was like no it's a short film if that's all it was yeah, supposed yeah. to be and it was a little mysterious and you walked away enjoy that moment yeah. I mean and hopefully when I want to set the table I'll set the table but yeah, like yeah. these are just little like we say, these are you, like appetizers yeah but people go but what but why <laughs> yeah no 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 I, I'm serious like when I tell people like this is for the short they always think yeah. I must be doing something for the documentary and I'm like the short hey we'll, we'll take it maybe like, that is your maybe that's your master plan documentary that you're right to see people's reactions when you make yeah. these little bite-sized things yeah the the, the minutia films do you know yeah. what would be a great idea i don't know anyone would excuse it is to make a shitload of short films that one day you could go and now watch this and then you edit them all into a certain order and it works as an actual three-line oh, story. Okay. Or maybe taking it back to Garfield, because I think that's what's so fantastic are these comic strips that are just on yeah, a yeah. daily. I mean, yeah, that takes a lot with film to be able to and have high value production values to make them on that volume and that once a day or something. But I, there's something to this as a kid when you see like whether it be Garfield or Calvin and Hobbes or something like this, The Born Loser, like all these things, and yeah. you're like, oh, it kind of stayed with me like this. It hit me once on the head, and then maybe the next four days weren't so great. But then it got me yeah. again, and it got me and they're all short episodes. You kind of yeah, know yeah. what... Mm-hmm. But, but super short as well. Yeah, it's super short, which is great. But Garfield, because I, I, I really loved Garfield as a kid. In my teenage years, I used to have my, my bed in my bedroom. used to have shelves above it and like used to be into the wardrobes, the bed. And I had it all plastered with Garfield memorabilia. I got loads from Germany as well because you couldn't get it over here. And I got all this Garfield memorabilia and it was just a big Garfield thing. Wow. Like I was proper, so I started analysing it and trying to work out how it works. And Jim Davis works on themes, so he'll maybe go one week. It's all about John having a date. So every three panel is all about John having a date. So it would actually read through. Yeah. Not as a story as such, but it's still it's the same the situation. It's him ringing up the girl for a date or whatever, or it's him in the restaurant. So he would stick on a theme and then knock him out, but. The, the ability of doing that, I guess you would probably get into a role with it, but to churn them out every day. It would be mm. quite a... But, and what I'm wondering, though, is the Garfield movie 
not as good as this comic strip because, because it was made one yeah. strip, man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I was less fond of the. Do you remember in Garfield, they used to bring out comic books occasionally, which would be like Garfield goes camping or something, and then that would actually be a story. It would be a comic strip story. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And they crowbar some of the old panels into them as jokes, but they never really worked as well for me. The long. Have you seen. Um the emoji film movie, whatever it's called. Of course not. No, because I was just Can't thinking, because I know that's movie? all had an No, I saw the trailer. I was like, I'd actually watch that oh, just really? to see. Really? I'm just curious. Yeah. everyone else is really... I'm not sure I'd pay to watch yeah, it. But, yeah. They say something yeah. so audacious. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, what right, that right, is, right, isn't right. it? Yeah, because it just seemed funny when they announced it that it's, uh, you're going to turn an emoji into, I assume, a 90-minute film. I hope it's not 120. But... And it's sort of. And I it want a director's cut of that film. Oh right? my I imagine. God. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> but there are, there the real director's cut. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I can't. I can't say that. But I feel like it's probably not for me. But then they, the whole thing was the casting, wasn't it? Patrick Stewart being the the poo. The really? Poo yeah. Really? Yeah. Patrick Stewart's doing that, and oh, good. the cast is quite good. I would imagine in that scenario mm. that that film kind of can't fail I, because mm. no, because. That, yeah, they probably it, have the it's budget. It's a failure already. Like, no matter if that film is one percent good, yeah, people will think it's much better because the expectations, the expectations low. Is so low. It has so been very much slated. Has it? The yeah, press. okay, yeah, okay. It has so. even with the cast, yeah, being of the caliber it is. But, but how did it do? Did people go see I, it? That I don't know. Actually, it might well have done quite well at the box office. I guess they don't mind about critics, do they? That's depressing, though, isn't it? Yeah. But then again, you want you could end up going seeing a film like that and go, that really that was a really good idea maybe they executed that really well that was you know I mean something you'd think is going to be shit mm. I've had that with some of the lesser known Marvel films okay where I've not X-Men First Class I was like this is going to be dread- what's a stupid thing and then I watched it I was like this is brilliant it's one of my favourites okay and just didn't care about it beforehand no. I've given up watching the superhero films I decided they're not for me good because they are for boys yeah exactly um, so <laughs> the master plan uh, so Channel 4, I presume, sorry, did they see it at a festival? Is that where they picture um, it from? I think so. Or on the web, yeah. Maybe it okay, was circulating, okay. uh, like, I think it was passed on to them, yes. And you were delighted, I guess. With oh, that, it's amazing. It, yeah, like I said, otherwise, like, it's great to get eyeballs on it. I mean, yeah, otherwise yeah. you show in a festival to a contained room, and that's wonderful. But even then it's a bit precarious, because you're you're up against short films that are eight minutes long, and then you're just stuck in there as, like, the three-minute yeah, yeah, film, and people right. are like, what the because on this series, about the way, there's, so there's, uh, it's 30 minutes per episode for six weeks, isn't it? Yeah, so, but I think this can breathe a little bit within a series where she's in a room. It's going to have a very long advert break. <laughs> yeah, right? That, <laughs> oh, that must half. have been the advert, right? Yeah. No, that was the film. <laughs> that was the film. <laughs> okay, well, we, we've just found out that the Emoji movie opened with $24 million. $24.5 million. $24 million. We don't know what the budget was. Well, it's still impressive, isn't it? Well, no. If the budget was one billion, oh, then that's, that's, that's yeah. going to flop. Hasn't I mean, it? still quite. Did they have to license the emojis from the emoji makers? They do must. Know, or did they slightly make them fake emojis, which would be even really well, upsetting? Uh, uh, would an emoji even be a licensed property? Would it be something that someone's copyrighted, or would it just be something that's just evolved over time? Budget. Fifty million. So US that's dollars. not bad if they've made twenty-four so, back. No, that, that is bad. Well, they made half their budget back in one First weekend. First weekend, but they'll presumably make some more back. I don't think this is going to run and run. I don't know. You never know. Are you at all? curious how to make a movie out of I mean I'm kind of curious to, to see it yeah, yeah like yeah, I, if it were on TV or on, oh, yeah, on Amazon yeah, for like yeah. a dollar I might do yeah. it like oh I'll check this out I for 20 I minutes I don't think I'd ever part with cash for it maybe Netflix yeah, yeah. yeah. okay yeah. Netflix, yeah. but yeah. even then I think I'd think hang on I pay for my Netflix they would, they'd be getting some of my money somehow <laughs> yeah that's true um, I am curious I am curious because I 
because you will know as well as anyone, films don't get made. Like, getting a film made through a studio no. is nigh on impossible. Mm. Like, it's not, just films don't get made. The ones that get made have been, they've been on some journey to get made. Yeah, yeah. So It'll for that film to get made, that's gone through a lot of, that's gone on a lot of desks. Oh, yeah. Before they've gone, all right, it's 50 million quid. It would have had scripts, changes, it, edited, it, yeah, a lot. Yeah. If there is a script indeed, I don't know. But. but if you're a big actress, a big actor, and someone hands you, like, the title, the Emoji Movie, do you read the script or you just say, I'm in? Because I would probably be like, I'm in. Yeah. Don't say I'm in. I'm, I'm amazed that Patrick Stewart said I'm in, really. Yeah, he's in it. TJ Miller, do you know him? Uh, yeah. Anna Faris, they're yeah. all in it. So it's a good, it's a good cast. And they probably just add the names. These people all said yes. Yeah, that, like, that yeah. probably is part of it. They probably yeah. got Stewart on first and then never well, Patrick Stewart's doing yeah. it. I'll do it. Don't worry about scripts. But you know that every call is going to start with, hello, is that Patrick Stewart? Yeah, okay, right, listen, don't hang up. <laughs> Let's just hear me out while I tell you. You played a lot of parts. Would you find We're doing the movie. Please don't hang up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's more to it than that. You're playing a poop. Please, are you there? Are you there? <laughs> yeah, that's baffling to me that some, mm. you know, a cat like that with such a reputation with maybe at this point he's like I've done everything I've proved myself I'll maybe just act as a cartoon poo maybe I don't was, know yeah. maybe it was a bet maybe he said to his agent I guarantee you this film will not get made just say yeah say yeah I'll do it I guarantee it won't get made and then wow. he's, he's ended up lumbered with it <laughs> I don't know who, if he's gone out to promote it presumably they're all behind it and I love so how so Tommy how mercenary would you be in that situation so if you were if you're uh, film was on four, right? Okay, so it's on twenty first of August at mm -hmm. midnight. Tonight. Okay, tonight. Yeah, tonight at midnight. Um, the honeymoon. Okay, if you get a call tomorrow morning from big studio, be it Disney, be it Warner Brothers, whoever it is, saying, "Okay, Tom, uh, we saw your movie. We really, really liked it. Don't hang up." <laughs> <laughs> I'd already be like, "No, that was. Are you sure? Mine? Uh, right? Don't hang up, right?" <laughs> We're making WhatsApp the movie. Don't hang up. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's an animation, right? All it is, it's about these creatures that live inside WhatsApp. Right? Yeah. That's what it is. How... W would they win you around with cash? Or would they win you around with ideas? Would you Would you go for that? Or would you want to go... No, Imagine, I like, the pre-production? I'm sure I'd get... I'd say yes for the pre-production. I would never get to make the movie, but it'd be, like, a fun six weeks of, like, what if we set them here in this yeah. environment? Yeah, I'd get fired so quick. Okay, but if you were guaranteed that you wouldn't get fired, that you would have to go through... So you'd have to be a premiere. Oh, no. 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 I don't think I could do it. No, I couldn't do... Yeah, I would... I mean, I would probably... Yeah, that would not end well. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I like the idea of like saying I'm doing it, but I'd like to watch it. Don't that okay? Yeah, so I'd like to. You know it. what I mean? When you hear about comic strip, used to do that a lot, didn't they? What comic strip would would uh, comic strip would do? Comic strip was uh, there was a gang of alternative comics, I guess, in, like new wave comics in the eighties, who all became huge stars. Like they all became huge stars. Uh, but in the early days of that, they used to do a thing called the comic strip, which was again unfathomable nowadays when you think about it. When Channel Four first launched, it was the first thing on Channel Four, I believe, wasn't it? The comics. It was sitting on the I first night. It was five, should, five yeah. Girl Mad in Dorset. I can't imagine it'd be the first thing. Wasn't it if they launched at nine? It would have been a nine o'clock show. It was on it? their first night. Oh, okay. Yeah, all it right. may have been the first show. Okay. Um, uh, when Channel Four launched as a channel, all those years back in the eighties, and it was, uh, they made movies every week. So mm. they make a, 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 a movie every week, um, 
And some of them are a bit crap. But generally speaking, they made some really good. Yeah, like, they made one called Bad News, which was a forerunner of Spinal Tap. It was kind of the same oh, idea. Yeah? And it was before Spinal Tap. But uh, I think they were making them at the same time. Yeah, it was people but like Dawn, came Dawn out French, first. Jennifer Saunders, yeah. Adrian Edmondson, Rick Mayle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben, okay. ben, yeah. ben, ben, ben Alton did? Ben Alton was involved in the comments right now. Peter Richardson. Robbie Coltrane was yes, involved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So good, pe- people that in the UK became big stars. Some of them stretched out more. But, okay. Um, uh, I can't remember what the point was what I was saying this oh yeah they, they, they used to make films yes. like they, they would make shit Hollywood films deliberately yeah. about the miners strike so they make it Al Pacino plays Arthur Scargill and all this sort of thing you know it would, yes. um, and that was always I, I used to find that a nice idea a yeah. very watchable idea um, but I think the ethos of those films the fiction of those films I'd like to see happen in reality I'd love someone like yourself to actually take on a movie like the WhatsApp movie, which, by the way, is my idea. Okay, well, you've said yeah. it now. It's y- you've recorded. owned it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, what's going like to happen in this film? It's not my. It's not my issue. So you just you just come up with a concept. I, I'm very much an idea. What do you see, Tommy, happening <laughs> the, in the, the WhatsApp? The WhatsApp man, movie? y'all need to y'all need to give me a little space on that one to breathe. <laughs> and I mean, I don't want to give away the the, the, the great oh, ideas. All you're yeah. talking to other people, so you either you, you, are, you, give you, us you either now. fire the bullseye, man, or you're out the door. <laughs> so you've got to get used to this sort of shit. This is like high pressure. Patrick Stewart said he's interested. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Patrick Stewart said he's interested, and we already know that he'll do any shit nowadays. <laughs> He'll do anything. So yeah. yeah. What's the plot? What's the plot? Tommy? Y'all have re- really Three got minutes. me on this. We're going to try and persuade Bobcat Goldthwait to do that voice again for some other characters. It's going to be. I think it's going to be a really good. Oh, movie. I, like it, I think Bobcat. he just made a film. He's made Two loads of films. He, he's oh, made loads. He's of been films. directing really? a lot of films. Yeah. He's yeah. fucking brilliant. He's, he is brilliant. He, yeah. yeah. Like he really is. He made World's Best Dad. Was great Greatest start, dad, yeah. With Robin Williams. That was really, yeah. yeah that's really, yeah, it's, it's a brilliant a film. film. Very good film. Willow Creek, which I wasn't that fussed about. It was a horror film. I liked film, it. Kind that of one, the found footage one. What was the God Bless America? Did God Bless yeah, America was That good. one got a lot of press. Yeah, yeah, yeah New York. I remember seeing the posters for that everywhere. That was because yeah. the baby gets shot in the second minute of the yeah. film. They're incredibly dark. Could have been a short, great yeah. short film, yeah. What's um, the film he made where the couple... Yeah. Sleeping Dogs. They're very dark, the films that he makes. I like them. Well, they're not. They're not even that dark. She... She has a some issue. She has a fun time with a dog, doesn't she? In that film. Well, no. The point of the, sh- the point of the film is is it's a couple who've got together, yeah, and yeah. they it, 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 it's about the decision whether you tell your partner mm-hmm. everything from your history. Yeah. That's what it's about, or, or whether you should just keep. You know, does, she, does she still have the dog? No, no, no. She just she tells him. They're laughing about things that they've done, outrageous things they've done. And she said, "Oh yeah, one day. I think did she suck off the dog or something? Yeah, I think she did. Yeah. It was more than wank. Yeah. Um, and, and he films that like a no, real no, no, flashback. She's, she's telling she's you. Just yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, it's in she's the film. just saying. But that, it's, that, yeah, it's as tastefully done as that can be. Right, but you would in not see this in by many other directors. I feel like no, it's you wouldn't. A but it's, isn't that? A re- but that's a really that's a deep, interesting idea. Yeah, like the idea of like the, the guy saying to her, you, honestly, it doesn't matter tell what you've done. Tell me anything you've yeah. done, and then she tells him something that he can't deal with. Yeah, he's like, you did what? And she's like, what? and like, no, we're laughing, we're having. It's like, no, you did what? Is that true? Yeah. And then she's like, like yeah, oh, I thought yeah, we were yeah. being honest, and and it's it's about that. Mm. That's, that's what's messed about. up. It. it could be. It reminds me of like that scene in Being John Malkovich when the monkey. Has a okay, memory yeah, 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 yeah. of being in the jungle. Yeah, yeah. I just—that's what I'm picturing in this movie. I don't know what it is. If there's it, a flashback, it's amazing. Yeah. It's a brilliant movie. It's a good, it's yeah. a Check movie. this. God bless America is a brilliant movie as well. Yeah. But a baby does get shot, in the, shot dead in the I think the second minute. That's sad. But I'll, I'd still watch it. Yeah. It's funny. Shoots it in the air. <laughs> Throws it in the air. And shoots it in the air. It's brilliant. It's not even a spoiler. That's just what happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's about a guy who finds out he's got cancer and then he just goes on a rampage. 
Is it? The movie's about. I think it's Joel Murray, isn't it? It's the guy, the main guy in the film. Could be yeah. Bill's brother. Whose baby is he shooting? Oh, really? Uh, one yeah, of his neighbours. It's all a circle. One of yeah. his neighbours, because he's sick of the neighbours being noisy. He's sick oh. of them being so noisy next door and listening to reality TV and all that. It's coming through the, and everything that he sees on TV, it's just all. Which I think I'm surprised it hasn't happened more in real life, of people just getting overwhelmed with how much how much idiocy there is in the world, and he just finds out he's died of cancer. Like, Do you know what? Fuck them. I'm going to kill them all. Yeah. It's about that. It yeah. could be the emoji movie right there. Yeah. Emoji's like, I'm fucking yeah. sick of yeah. dealing with your crap on the... Yeah. Um, I think Bobcat Goldthwait is a bona fide genius. Like, I really do. I think he's an amazing stand-up. Now, I prefer him as stand-up now to when he was back going... Ah! Academy the way he does stand-up now, I think he's really, really good. I haven't seen it. Great storyteller. He was good in the Bill Murray movie, Scrooged. Oh, I yeah. He yeah. was great. There was well, something yeah, yeah. there. Wasn't he only momentarily in that though? That no, he, he's the he comes back from trying to kill Bill Murray, and Bill Murray turns him. Yeah, yeah and yeah, says, yeah. "Hey, man, wow. it's Christmas." I can't remember Scrooge. It's at good. All. It's it? actually Watch underrated. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. What's the Bill Murray movie that's filmed in London? I do not know. Oh, it's from like '98. Bill Murray, London. Oh, this happens a lot on the show. Maybe I mean, I'm probably wrong, and then it's like not London. I'm gonna feel like an idiot. Imagine we Google Bill Murray, London. It says Bill Murray has never been to. Yeah. London. <laughs> Bill Murray. Uh, People oh, often think Bill Murray has oh, been. Oh, the to man London. who knew too little. You know what's oh, funny in this okay. movie? There's a scene of a girl walking away, and you guys saw this uh, Glazer film. Um, what is Under the Skin? Yes, I have yeah, seen yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, the good. fashion of that one. I'm convinced. I can say this now. I'm convinced he took her look from the man who this okay. movie okay. That she's wearing the outfit in a bar that Scarlett Johansson has on in that whole film yeah 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 I, I, it blew me away I just saw this Bill that Murray movie the other day and I was like down. what sorry what did Under the Skin started wearing me down as Why? it went on I don't know I thought it was a really good idea yeah. and I thought it was really well executed and I liked that they were interacting with real people mm-hmm. in real life mm. that they didn't and they, it was like yeah. Scarlett Johansson but no one recognised her yeah. it's kind it was, of amazing yeah, and, yeah. and strange but it, but it was real they were real punters you know and then they t- isolated people from that and said you want to be in more of the movie and not. there was a lad from Undateables is in Under the Skin oh really the, the very severely deformed boy that guy okay. with, the, with the, the big face he's in Under the Skin oh, okay. um, there's a reality show in the UK that about people like with deformities or disabilities and stuff and how difficult they find it have relationships oh and I remember and this the, character the guy yeah. the very deformed guy from that was in that show the okay. reality right. show yeah okay. um, I liked it but I thought it, it started wearing me down a little bit but lost in translation there Oh, it's my yeah. best one. Ah, it's fantastic. Scarlet one. Yeah, he quite likes Scarlet. And I know what he says when he whispers in her ear. What as well. does he say? He says, "No one will ever believe you." <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> <laughs> because Bill Murray apparently goes to premieres and things of his own films and lets people public just see that he's there, and then he goes, "No one will ever believe you," and then she disappears. <laughs> so I maintain that in lots <laughs> of translation, he, he says, "That's no pretty one will good." Ever you. Yeah, That's yeah. pretty good. Um, well, we just had a meander in chat, haven't we? But it's we been did, all right. But I th- yeah. It's been good. Yeah. A good chat. You like you Thank you to say something. No, I was going to just say, please watch Channel 4 tonight yeah, at midnight uh, for the first of six of Random Acts with Tommy's film. Yeah, don't blink. It's cool. three minutes. Three minutes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. blink. <laughs> yeah, there is no time to make a tea, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to just see it through. Right? If you don't enjoy it, it's three minutes. Don't worry. Just, yeah. just see yeah, it yeah, through. Yeah. <laughs> I think record it and then watch it a few times. There record you go. Record the show, play it back. Could That's do that. That's what I would do. Could do that. Could do that. Do that. Uh, you know, how old are you? Um, 39. Okay, that's think. okay. Yeah. I think. Did you say I think? I had to think. Oh, I was right. like, how old am I? Yeah. It's horrible, <laughs> isn't it, when you can't remember your age? Yeah. I'm the same now. Oh. I remember one of the worst moments of my life was when I had a kidney stones attack in Edinburgh at the Edinburgh mm-hmm. Fringe. And that I was in just agony, absolute pain on my knees. And Ed Gamble rang an ambulance for me. And it was 
two, within two months of my birthday's end of June, so two months after my birthday it was, and I heard him talking to them on the phone, and he went, yeah, this is it, and then he, he went, he's 40. And I went, I'm fucking 40? <laughs> <laughs> it was the first time I'd ever heard it, and yeah. I was like, what, what, yeah. I'm, I'm old? <laughs> it was the worst thing of the day, I was like, fucking, I was like, I, I am, I am that. <laughs> Horrible. Well, look, man, good luck with it. Yes. And to uh, keep in y'all. touch and stuff, that's, you know, it's, it's really, I like that. I like when someone's got a, you know, a good idea of who they are and what they're doing. Well, we all that. keep in touch because when WhatsApp film comes out, oh, yeah, we need that, to keep yeah. in touch well, about really? that. Yeah. Royalty checks will be sent, yeah. <laughs> we should start on that relatively we soon. Need, we need to get cracking with that, really. Because that'll happen if we don't grab it. I'll call Patrick Stewart's agent in a minute. Call Pat- Patrick Stewart. Yeah, we'll Tommy, do. Tommy, come up with a complete synopsis. Done. Maybe it needs to be three I'll, minutes. I'm I don't just going to oversee the whole thing. I'm not oh, directing. Right. I'm just going to oversee okay, the whole sure, thing. Okay, sure, sure. Everything has to be run past me, but okay. you'll probably get a yes from most of it. <laughs> um, Tommy Davis, thanks a lot. The honeymoon's on tonight. Uh, Channel Four, random acts on at midnight. Uh, it's th- I would say three minutes long, so fuck it. But watch the whole <laughs> thirty minutes episode as well. Nice. Yeah, do please do. It's good. The honeymoon's the one you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cheers, Tommy. Thanks for coming in, man. Thanks, y'all. Appreciate it. Absolute pleasure. Oh, my bad. I left the, I left the faders I down. I'm putting the faders right. back up. Um, Nat. Yeah. Uh, on one of the windows that's open, it's got dick inflation. It. Yeah, I know. Well, that's, you yeah. know why we were looking at that, though. Okay, Is I've, um, sh- I've called my. Uh, I hate calling you my gay friend. I'm not. Oh. Not, not you. Oh, me. Okay, not, not you. Me. Right. Are you there, John? I am there. I am okay. here. Good. You're in Amsterdam at the moment, aren't you? I am a safe distance. Disgusting. Here. Disgusting. Are you, are you on the weed? There's a lot of that in Amsterdam. It's working over Are there. you? What, and what? Hello, Natalie. Hello, hi. <laughs> I just assume when you get to Amsterdam, you just go there, you're in the coffee shop, you're in the windows. It's working. You can do both. <laughs> I'm not working in a window. <laughs> wow. Well, I have an actual job. That oh, remains to be oh. seen, Mr. Beck. Um, that'd be great if you were just tagged on the end of the corridor, <laughs> on the end of the alley. Just you on the end. <laughs> I've got customers waiting, Ian. Yeah, I dare say. Huh? Um, I'm calling you because I need some gay advice. Yeah. What do you need? Well... Oh, don't get excited. It's nothing... It's not that I need you to come over. I'm, <laughs> right, I, I need... To, I'm, I'm going I'm to ask you something, and uh, just tell me if you know about it, okay? Right, okay. Are you aware of... Um, uh-huh. Self-inflation? Um... I've, I've seen things... We've all seen things, John. <laughs> um, what, what do you mean? You Tell me what it is. I mean, I, I've seen, I've seen evidence now, but I, 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 I've seen, I've, I've seen a video. Someone has shown me a video of something mm. that involved that. And um, what happened on the one you yeah. saw? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> it was, it, it wasn't pretty. Was it a man? Has to be. It, has to it be. was a man. Are, are we talking about the same thing? Do you well, tell me? No, that's what, that's me, what I'm asking you. Yeah. So, so just say. Oh what well, you the, the think thing I saw. The thing I saw involved saline. Oh. Right. We found yeah. that one. Yeah. Uh, in the testicles. Is there something else? In the balls? Hmm? In the, was in it in the, the testicles, that one? Yes. Okay. Oh, there's a different one as well. What I found, John. Uh-huh. How did you find this, by the this, way? Uh, why is that everyone's first question? Well, because it's a fair question, isn't it? No, I'm well, telling you, I'm not even sure. I was probably looking at gay porn, John. 
Uh-huh. That's quick. Was it before or after you bought me my card? Do you know what probably yeah, happened, but... right? I bought him a card with, for his birthday and it said husband on it. Oh. Um, do you know what happened, John? Is I think I think you text me some some of your filth that you text me like <laughs> rampantly all day long. And I think I probably thought, uh-huh. do you know what? John's a nice lad. Let's see if I could actually stomach this. And I think I went and looked for some gay porn and went, I'm going to stay friends with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what happened. And then I saw a link. Oh, self-inflation, what's that? Mm. And what, the one uh-huh. I saw was somebody uh, essentially with a pump up their arse. Mm. And right. they, they inflated themselves. It manifested itself in the sort of abdomen and stomach, but it became huge. Oh, God. But it did... It, it, I'm pretty sure it was a gay thing. Like, I'm pretty mm, sure no, that it was... No, we've just seen women with inflation. I'm pretty sure the one I saw was right. a gay man. Okay. I, I'm guessing it was a gay man for some reason. I, I don't think it was a straight man. And how many times did you watch this? I just, well, I watched it once forward, then I watched it backwards to get him back to normal. <laughs> so I felt all right. Then I watched it forwards again just to see if I had actually hadn't imagined it or whatever. And then I just I got on with my life, John. <laughs> what happened? Can I? Why didn't we didn't ask this earlier? I wasn't I unzipped at any point. If that's what you're asking. But I, what, what happens? So because I haven't watched the full video. So once you're fully inflated, yeah. What do you do? Just do you, float do you away. Just float away into the sky now, never, never to be what's, seen again. What's the turn on here, though? Do you have sex with somebody? Do they press your tummy? Do you do you masturbate? It, it, for me, it's very rare in yeah. my life, not to make myself sound like a dark demon, but it's very rare in my life that I find things, um, that I could view something sex, that's sexual yeah. and not understand what either myself or what somebody else would get out. Normally I can go, okay, that's not for me, but yeah. I understand why someone finds that horny. I understand, I, I get it. I, I get the psychology of it or whatever. Yeah. But this is one of the few times where I've thought, I don't understand that at all. But in the film, once they're inflated, do, yeah. do they? Is there something sexual I, I, happens again, after no, it, that? It wasn't a feature film. Now it no, wasn't. Oh, it did, they didn't then go on a story. <laughs> it was, I need to see what happens at the end. I'll just skip ahead to the inflating bit. You wouldn't believe what I'm having to look at at the moment, John. Why I'm speaking to you? I'm just skipping ahead. To just the so line. You're, you're just casually on the radio. I just saw a man with his, with his gentleman's me. member no, in, a, in to... another man's. Oh, he's I'm gonna faint now. I just need to know whether he's going to masturbate or whether he's going to... How's he going to masturbate with that? He's only got two arms. Oh, yeah. It's a big... It's an inflated... Um... Unless he's going to drive a JCB in in a minute. Maybe it's the tummy one I need to see. <sighs> I don't know. Well, we've established that John doesn't really know about it either. Uh. Yeah, I feel like I'm a little bit out of my gay depth. Yeah. <laughs> That's saying something, isn't it? <laughs> that, can I just say, what I'm watching at the moment... Yeah. Okay, is a man filling his penis and testicles with saline, it's right? quick. Very quick. And what I'm saying, it's not very quick, it's sped up, you idiot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not actual speed that he's doing he's that. very quick. Um, what I'm going to say about that gentleman now, right, I'm all for experimenting, I'm all for having a mess about and all the rest of it, maybe have a, you know, butt plug, whatever, uh, you know, knock yourselves out, oh, by all means. But that man should be looking down at his penis now and, and be going, this is dangerous, I, th- I shouldn't be doing this at all. That man deserves all he gets. <laughs> whatever happens as a result of that it? is his own problem. It's, it's a bit boring, the film, I'm not going to lie. Um, can you go out and answer them tonight, mate, and ask around for us? Yeah, I'll do, I'll do some research for you. Yeah, ju- um, just see and, what, and, what the deal is about this. Yeah. So, no, and, please, and, stop and, yeah. please stop playing What? Please stop playing This guy is sort of masturbating with his inflated scrotum. <sighs> scrotum. He's not. He's on a space hopper now. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> he is. He's looking, this is, looking this at the wrong thing. This is the thing. oddest so, phone call well, I've had this week. Uh, imagine if it was your job, mate. This is this film makes sense to me now though because he's obviously turned on by having an inflated um, testicle. 
so now and, I understand. And flat testicle. Let's uh, can we close that down now because yeah. this is a sexual harassment at work. <laughs> um, all right, mate. You have another time in Amsterdam. Happy birthday, by the way. I am. Day. Sorry. Happy birthday for the other day, the other week now. Thank you very much, and thank you for your for your lovely card. With all the lovely drawings you did inside. Did some lovely drawings of that, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. So we got to keep something secret, haven't we? Yeah, sure. What were the drawings? Can I? I should say happy birthday to Isla as well, my friend Isla, because it's Mm -hmm. her birthday today. Okay. I think, or would it be yesterday? No, no, no. In real life, is it twenty first? I just love the thought of you going up to the till with a card that says "For my husband." Do you know what the problem was with it? 28th of birthday, so I've got it completely wrong. Oh. It's next week, but I'm not on air next week, so, so I'll say it now. Yeah. There you go, got it out, get out of it. Um, do you know what the issue is with with, uh, with that card was? Is that I... It was a, a, a shop that I go in quite a lot, right, locally. Um, I've been in there with Joe, who's my... That's my missus, John. <laughs> right? Do you understand that? I understand that. You wrote that very clearly on the card in capitals. Right, right. So going there quite regularly with her. So they've sent us together, but I think sometimes they think I'm her dad. Um, but I, I felt like by buying that card that I was admitting to some sort of secret life. <laughs> like, because I, I thought, that's funny, that's funny. Then when I got to the till, I was like, okay, I've kind of spoke to this girl a few times at, at the shop. And I'm sort of, I felt a bit weird about it. I was like, she'd be like, why is he buying a card to her husband? And then I thought she might think I had like a secret, like gay husband. Well, so did Mike when I opened the, the envelope. That's your, that's your life the... partner, isn't it? Well, yeah, what did <laughs> yeah. Mike say? Put him in his place. Well, he, he looked a little bit shocked when he saw the front sure of the card. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> and we did you a parapod as well? You did, that was very sweet of you. So, we, my own personal. We recorded him a bespoke. Almost an hour long it was. I mean, normally like 20 yeah. minutes when we do sweat yeah, ones, but nice. Barry just went, he took the ball and ran. Yeah. <laughs> he, he still seems to hold a grudge somehow. Barry's upset because John Beck doesn't fancy him, because John fancies me, but mm. he doesn't fancy Barry, and Barry is, is actually upset about it. Well, well, you know, the heart wants what the heart wants. If yeah, but Barry maintains Barry. he's a straight gentleman, yeah. but he's, he's still jealous on that level. Maybe it's because he hasn't got any hair. What, Barry? Yeah, yeah completely bald. <laughs> um, okay, well, if you could make a bit of an effort with Barry, that'd be helpful to me, and it would. You can't fake it. I reckon Beck can. Oh, okay, fine. Um, you can get. I mean, he fakes it every day, doesn't he, at home with his <laughs> partner? You know, he, he <laughs> fakes it. He's thinking about me all the time, but I get. Yeah, I presume yeah, that it just works as a relationship because he just fakes it. He just. Sure. He goes, okay, well, I can't have it in, so I'll just carry on with what Mike. What does Mike and... look like? Does he have a lot of hair, beard? Describe Mike, please, John. Mike's got a beard. Yeah. Yeah. Long hair, yep. maybe. No short hair. Oh. Is that a point of contention in your house? Mm. <laughs> do you regularly tell him to grow it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, all the time. And do, you, do you go home and say, why don't you grow your hair and learn some fucking jokes? <laughs> yeah, and change your accent a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Where's he from? Where's Mike from? Manchester. Oh, okay, oh, that's not too far away from me, though. Yeah, so... Does he like rugby? You know, <laughs> does he like rugby? <laughs> <laughs> How similar to me is your fella? I don't think I've ever asked you that. How similar? Yeah. Um, he's, a, he's a bit taller than you. Um, uh, I, look, I'm ask, I just asked you a, a perfectly fine question. You don't have to be a prick about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he, he's similar, but not similar. Right. Just different. Worse. Slightly. Worse, do you think? <laughs> no. <laughs> not as good. Do you, think, do you feel like not as good? Is that what you're... I, I, I can't is commit to you're skating around that? saying... <laughs> All right. Well, I wish you well with your relationship because there's no hope in mine. 
with us. With us. Mm. Um, I've got to go, mate. So thank you for giving your expertise. I've got Connor Wallace. No to get worries. Through no, today. just remember Connor. Well. Yeah, I was like, we better crack on. Yeah. 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 Um, Connor's going to do some singing. So um, stay safe out there, please. Keep in touch. Thank you. Behave yourself. No, no kissing women. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try my best. Yeah, behave yourself. Uh, I'll see you when you get back. Cheers, John. Thanks, guys. Take bye care, bye. man. Bye bye. I don't know why anyone feels a need to put that much bad language in any record. I think it's showing off. I think he's clearly. I think what's happened there. Um, nah. Was that the darkness? Yeah, I think what's happened there is Justin Hawkins in the darkness mm. has been interested in a girl or a gentleman, I don't know what sexuality is, yep. and he's gone, hey, come, back, come down to the studio, uh, we're recording our album. And then when they've got there, he's looked through the glass and seen them and been like, I'm going to do loads of swearing well, in this Which song. was the swears? I actually was talking to you during that song, so I didn't hear which it's particular... Get your hands off my woman, motherfucker. Oh. So he just says motherfucker over and over again, just showing off. Oh, okay, well... <laughs> Maybe it did the job. That's what I think happened there. Uh, we're joined now by Simon Turner and Bal Gamp in the studio. Hello. Hello. How are you? Going? Very good, thank you. Thank good. You. Um, you've just been shuffled in while I was chatting. I, that, yeah. that what I was doing then about that little smooth. riff about the darkness. wasn't planning yeah. to do that. No. <laughs> I, just, I just started talking about the darkness. Right, I thought, because I've got to cover them being... We've got to cover yeah. movement yeah, and shuffling of papers. Yeah, and so I did it. And I think I did it really, really well. Yeah. 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 Um, so, well, I'll tell you what I don't know. I joined um, in on the riff, but I was, I, was, I was concentrating on not falling off the chair. Yeah, you don't have to go. You had your own issues. You had your own issues at the same time. So, we've got Ben and Simon. Which way around is Ben and Simon? I'm Ben. I'm Simon. Right, I'm going to do this. Left. Look. Left. I'm going to write B. Ben. <laughs> and I'm going to write Simon. I d- I'm, the reason I'm showing you that, I've written on my, on my pad with arrows. It's doing arrows as. It's as because we. I don't want you to spot that later <laughs> and go, what the hell? So I'm just openly doing it. There yeah. you go. Yes. But I will remember who you are. Uh, we'll we'll jumble ourselves around later and then. You know, <laughs> the, 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 I'll start about the darkness and looking over there. And I'll look back and it's just two different blokes. <laughs> um, so you're doing the hunting of the snark. And I just saw it start the Mike Bat show. Is it a new show, this? It's a completely, completely new show, completely original show, yes. Unrelated to Mike Bat's uh, original, uh, which I did not see. Uh, No, a lot of people asked about it. Underrated. Underrated. Yeah. Genuinely yeah, I've, underrated. I've, no, I've, I've heard that. Yeah, it was a big flop, and it was yeah. underrated. I've got yeah. the soundtrack album, so it was great. Yeah, yeah really good. Yeah. There's, there's, there's definitely been people who've come along, like knowing that this one is is completely different. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, but yeah. there've been people who've come along who've said lovely things about ours, but also said that they absolutely love the mic, the mic battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's saying they fell asleep, like they listened to that album <laughs> falling asleep, like the mic battle. <laughs> <laughs> what, just in an that, evening? That, yeah. Yeah. that is sometimes so, yeah. a compliment. Yeah, like, no, I no, no. I think they said it in a good way. Yeah, yeah. I, what I try to do, and both on this show and on another podcast I do as well, because but when people write and say, oh yeah, I listen to it when I fall asleep at night and that, and you start going, I don't know how you... So what I tend to do, at some point I go, ah! <laughs> right, so that, at that point now, if someone had fallen asleep during the show, no, as yeah. Nat just did, because no. she didn't even know what we're on about. No, I do, but I that didn't, I didn't like that noise yeah. at all. She no, I'm not sure anyone else will like that no, noise. I don't don't but they're awake that. now. Yeah. They're awake and ready for the hunting of the snark interview. Yeah, absolutely. Rather than just sleeping through it like normal, you know who you are. <laughs> um, so, what are, what are your jobs within the show? Um, well, we're uh, we're both actors yep. within the show, uh, and um, uh, we I get to play two roles. I get to play Bellman and the Jab Jab Bird, and also some backing singers in a few other songs. Yep. And um, I play the banker, nice, um, who has sort of a relationship with his son that he needs to kind of learn from you know he's not paying his son the sort of attention that he should yeah, yeah, yeah. he's more interested in money uh, so there's a lot of morals 
um, well, we should tell. We should tell the story. I can't really tell the story, mm-hmm. such as it is. But the premise of the hunting of the snark. Yeah. So yeah, it's you, pretty, you can give me your side. It's pretty true to the poem in terms of how the story progresses. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're not stood there reading the poem parrot fashion either. It's very fun. Um, there's lots of songs in the show, um, and it's very silly. Okay. And even though it's aimed at sort of family audiences, yeah, yeah. the adults love it just as much as the kids if not more sometimes yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. and it, you know the kids take out certain things from it and the adults take away some of the more sort of the jokes that are perhaps a little bit more I don't know Monty Python-esque for example mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah so it's like it's, it's about a group of people from with different agendas that go in search of the elusive snark yeah, yeah. and all the hilarity that ensues yeah absolutely so they go off on a proper big adventure on a boat uh, off to Snark Island um, which is a, a, a land of green sand and purple water I've always felt the, the Snark if it, if it was bothered mm. about being hunted shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't have lived on Snark Island like, it's it like a bit of a giveaway isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it should have lived, lived on Jabberwocky Street <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that would be like oh, no, I'm not him I'm not him <laughs> yeah. yeah and the it's, other one from the other thing but don't kill me either <laughs> tell them I'm the Snark yeah it's 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 an unfortunate it's an unfortunate place to be hiding yeah. if if you don't want to be found. But yeah. then there's there's lots of other creatures as well who are probably rather upset that the snark gets the island named after the snark. Yeah. Because I, I, I always wonder why the jub jub bird. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's all about the jub. It's all about the snark, <laughs> not the jub jub. <laughs> so I want to make it all about the jub jub. Are you worried that you've gone mad? That's one of the issues with Carol stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. I I saw I saw Wonderland a few weeks ago in Chester yeah. at the. Um, Whatever that park's called, I did. I enjoyed it very much. John Dryden Taylor was in it. Who was a guest on the show? He'd been promoting ah. the story, the story theatre in Chester. Yeah, and, uh, oh, yeah, that's the new theatre, isn't yeah, it? That's yeah, just yeah, opened yeah. up. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't go to the theatre. I went to the park. I saw it in the park. Oh, oh yes, wow. yeah, yeah. They're outdoor one. That's yeah, part yeah, of yeah. They've been doing it for years, haven't they? Um, and I'm, I'm not sure. I think it's been. I think it's been redone or yeah, something. Yeah. But the, the story theatre. That's what it's called. I didn't go to the actual theatre, so I went to the park to see Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Really, really enjoyed it. Like proper enjoyed it, and it was a very interesting. Uh, it was in the round and it was outdoors and it was kind of you had to concentrate it was quite hard because yeah. people were drinking champagne shit but <laughs> there, there was an element of it that I, I liked the staging of it because it was kind of minimalist yeah um, but they but they sold it well and, yeah. and, and you, you've got one or two ways of going with it with Lewis Carroll things I think mm-hmm. which is you either do it as story theatre so you either do it you know where you all create the sets and you all create you know yourselves and yeah. you create you create the characters or you go high concepts in terms of special effects and things so at what we, we, we have very much, I think, gone down the uh, the non high concept route yeah, yeah, on that yeah, one. Yeah. Um, we're, we're basically at the moment we're we're in the the vaudeville um, for another week, and uh, we are sharing the theatre with another with another company. So right. they're doing the mentor in the evenings, and okay, then we're yeah, in yeah. there in the daytimes doing doing hunting of the snark. Yeah. So we've had to one of the things we've had to do is we've had to use their some of their scenery is like as a, a basis yeah, yeah so yeah, we, we've yeah. got to yeah. work around it and it's amazing I'll, how it works actually yeah it, it works, works brilliantly well. like yeah. Justin uh, Nardella our designer has like come up with an amazing sort of concept using bits of their set and then bits of our own That's set cool. that we're bringing with us and then the other thing is we're then going off on tour with it for eight weeks after we're finished in London okay going all around the UK 
and it's going to be the five of us in the cast and Kev, our Ooh. wonderful stage manager. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, I want to hear this story. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear this, okay. that story. What well, well, the story? Kev, did you say Kev? Kev, Kev yeah. Oh, when, yeah. You, when you said Kev, you both looked at each other and you both laughed. <laughs> I, I said we, we, we love Kev. I, I was laughing because that's I said stage manager, like, which is well, company stage. He likes to be called Ken the stagehand. Yeah. It's very right, weird. Yeah. We don't yeah. ask why. Uh, <laughs> is he insisting on being stage manager? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's one of those ones. No, he's, 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 he's actually <laughs> There's something. There's something <laughs> here. I hate stage managers. Well, <laughs> I just do. You're saying that with a face. He's no, wonderful with a Can very straight face. Broke his yeah. rib sneezing the other Literally, day. Literally, oh. he broke his rib during the course of the show. Yeah, coffee. Right, I and, find him funny. And yeah. uh, <laughs> carried on, soldiered on, and did a whole other show with a broken rib. Oh, wow. Um, so he is absolutely a hero. We like him. So I've he, he so changed your mind of stage managers. Like, if you don't like stage managers, you need to meet Kev. Why? Yeah. <laughs> He's amazing. Yeah. Did you say his name's Kev, but he likes to be called Ken the stage <laughs> he manager? Yeah, yeah. He just gets a bit Ken annoyed with people like, call him the wrong name. Which, yeah. you know, okay. 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 You make a point of calling him Kev. <laughs> right, yeah. I just don't like uh, anyone that has gaffer tape. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Well, there's nothing I you don't can't like fix. Yeah. There's, <laughs> okay. there's nothing you can't do without gaffer. No, exactly. In the words of one of our songs. Well, from my experience with stage managers, there is get a partner. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you can't do with all that gaffer. Um, so the tour, post yeah. West End. Yes. So you're against Guildford. Yes. York. Yes. Kettering. Oh, the Grand Opera House York as well. It's yeah, gorgeous there. Grand Opera House. Have you been there before? No, no, I've never done Grand Opera House. Really nice theatre. Yeah. It's a really nice theatre. Well, it's a really right diverse theater. venues because we've got some massive places like yeah. that. Um, really grand places. And then mm. we've got some really cool tiny places like the Egg in Bath which yeah. is an amazing venue yeah, yeah. but again uh, sort of adapting um, the space that, that we play to and it works so well on an intimate level um, but it also works on a bigger stage as yeah, well because yeah. uh, the vaudeville's not huge but it's pretty pretty big it's about it, 680 yeah it's a decent yeah. size isn't it and it, I mean, yeah. it, like all good theatres I guess it feels very intimate and it it's yeah. not a yeah. Yeah. Is it a what's to call it theatre? The vaudeville? What's the guys called? Who designed all the theatres? Ma- uh, oh, Macham. Uh, Ma- March, uh, Ma- Matcham. Ma- yeah, um, that's a good question. I don't know, I don't know that it is. I think it's it like might be 1850s, quite 1850s, uh, 1860s, okay, somewhere yeah, yeah. around that region. But yeah, uh, you did the art step in North Finch, I just saw on yes, 15th of October. Yeah. So you're, back, you're coming back to London. We're coming for back that to London. One, yeah. We're also coming back to London for the Rose in Kingston, which we're oh, going to be for nice about five okay, days. Nice. Yeah, which is mm. going to be fab. Like I've seen quite a bit have there. You, never have, you, have you been in the art step in Finchley? Yeah. No, I've never actually been. How is it? Um, it's it's quite a nice ven- venue. I got annoyed because it was quite far from the tube, and I was like, lost in Finchley. I saw Doc Brown there. Oh. With Ricky, was he with Ricky? Uh, no, no, he no. It was, him. was, it was him and Jamali. Jamali Maddox was okay, supporting. Okay, right, fine, fine, fine. Because um, Ricky's done a few. Gervais has done a few there, hasn't he? Oh, there? in the arts depot. Yeah, so, yeah, okay. he did some oh. warm-up stuff yeah. there. I um, it's, nice. it's quite nice. It's a nice menu. I've got a mate who lives in Finchley. He actually lives on the same road that me and him used to live. We, when I first moved to London, we moved there. And he still lives on the same river. He's bought a house there now. Ah. So I remember when the Arts Depot was a, essentially a car park. It was just a car park. And they used to have a car boot sale there on a, on a oh, Sunday, wow. a market on a Sunday. And then they built this fucking thing. And everyone was so excited about it. It was like, oh, it's going to be a cultural centrepiece. It's going to yeah. be an art centrepiece stuff. And my friend, Martin, who, who runs a theatre company himself, and he's, you know, he's, he's big in the arts, he goes mad about the Arts Depot. He gets really mm. angry about it and just says, I live not 500 yards from that. I've never had a flyer through the door. I've never had a brochure through the door. What? I've never been told what's on there, anything like that. What's his address? We'll go and drop a flyer through yeah. the door. I can't tell him. I'll tell him that you're coming down doing that. Yeah. Because yeah, he yeah, wanted yeah. to support it. And I think yeah. he feels 
angry that it cost so yeah. much money because it was millions and yeah. millions of dollars. Yeah. Um, in an area that you know that was regenerating, but was actually all right as it was. But yeah. you understood what the progress idea was behind that. Um, and I think he just gets angry because he feels like it was something that would have been in line with what we were into, and would have been in line with mm. what we were doing with his careers and stuff. And that they'd got their grant, they'd built the building, and then just not fucking bothered. Which I think a lot of you know, art centres do that, you know, and and they end up shutting down ultimately. So I, I wondered about the art step about how nice it was inside. It is, how, it is nice. And how well run it seems to be. Seemed to be well run. It was all, I think, ran to time. It was all fine, yeah. Yeah, there were no fires. No fires No fires there. Lovely bar. Lovely wine they had there. It was all good. It's all about the bar. It is, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But do you know what? I don't mean the Arts Depot specifically. It's only because I saw it on that list then. But when you do touring stuff, and I guess touring's a comic as well, but when you do touring theatre and that, you get a very real sense, I think, when you go venue to venue to venue to venue, and you get a sense. Uh, nigh on immediately when you walk in yeah. there of, of, of whether it's run right or whether it's on its last legs and they've give up or whether it's on its last legs and they're fighting yeah. and I think it can be something that really as an artist as a performance artist it can really worry you. you you sort of think well this is kind of my livelihood so this these places have got to survive yeah. And, yeah. and then they they wonder why you're being a bit short with them or whatever, yeah. you're like, no, you, you can't see, you can't see everyone on the back row. You put them all in the audience, you know, and they're like, yeah. well, we'll ask them. It's like it's your fucking theatre. You tell them where they sit. <laughs> <laughs> People will sit where you tell them to sit. Um, well, well, I've only been to a couple of these venues before, but they 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 were both excellent. And like one, yeah, we yeah. were greeted with tea and coffee and biscuits on arrival, mm-hmm. which is all you can ask for as an actor. Yeah. Really. Like you turn yeah. up to unload the van, and you go, oh, a cup of tea, lovely. That's there's that's a theatre really, called I don't think it's on your thing called Chorley Little Theatre, ah, okay, like, yeah, in, in Chorley as you'd expect. <laughs> and um, that's one. Oh, the Lowry, you know, Lowry Solver. Yeah, the, yeah, that, yeah. That's another one that I think's run really well. When yeah, you get yeah. there, you actually yeah, feel yeah, the Lowry. Yeah, it's really nice. It's really nice. Um, but yeah, the Chorley Little Theatre is one where you walk in there and you walk into your dressing room and you're like, oh my God, there's a proper rider and I didn't even ask for one. <laughs> and it's all like, all ch- obviously Chorley cakes and stuff like that, but sweets and all... You know, obviously Chorley cakes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's Chorley, isn't it? Um, <laughs> it's all they do. They just sit around making Chorley cakes so the famous person says <laughs> up. Um, but but I, I think that is... You, not breaking the bank and not buying people gifts or or even riders or anything, but I think the, the manner in which you greet people into yeah. your theatre and the manner in which you mm. express how you feel about your theatre is yeah. key when people come round to it. And because then you get people wanting to come back, and then if people get hugely famous or whatever or whatever they end yeah. up doing, they then want to go. Oh, I remember that theatre; that was yeah. great. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of competition, isn't there? I mean, particularly yeah. in London as well. You yeah. know, in the other fringe venues, you know, a lot of them say like the Southwark Playhouse, for example, yeah. has got the reputation that it's it's got and keeps growing because of the quality of theatre that goes in there. And uh, there's a lot of venues like that now, and so there's a lot of competition for it. So, yeah. um, again, like places like um, you know Finchley. Then they're in competition with mm. them, so yeah. it's in mm. it's in all their interests to, as you say, keep um, keep on top of everything and have nice stuff. But going that, there. that's the worry, isn't it? When when places get a shitload of cash thrown at them in the first instance. Mm. So, like for example, the Citadel in St Helens, where I'm from, which is a tiny little theatre in St Helens, um, and I saw the beautiful South there. I saw the House Martins there. Vegas, Johnny Vegas used to compare there regularly, and I, I did plenty of gigs there and stuff. And it was just running to the ground really because it just wasn't taken care of it wasn't you know yeah. you, you, Frank Sidebottom I saw that so mm. many times and it just wasn't you, you felt that the people in charge of it had had a leg up with the grant which I believe everyone's entitled to but I think once you've had that leg up with the grant you then go right that's what we needed yeah. to now operate this properly as a, we're now where we yeah. need to be to, for us to take over and operate this as a proper business and I think a lot of places, places I don't mean the Citadel specifically but they get a big grant 
they renovate their building or they build their building from scratch and then they go that's us that's us if you build it they will come that's the rule isn't it it's like, no, you've got a fucking... You <laughs> <can't> <laughs> work it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you've got a some, some theatres that, like, like, that I did a tour last year, I did a tour of The Tempest last year, and okay. like, there's some amazing little community venues, though, that are run like, completely differently. They're the like, there, was a, yeah. there was a little tiny... Um, I think it was Lem- Lempster? And uh, it's a little community cinema and theatre, and it's run nice. by a family, yeah, and yeah, yeah. they do home-cooked meals as well yeah. before the show. So if you want, you can, for an extra, I don't know what it is, eight quid, ten quid before the show as well, you can get out like a home-cooked meal yeah. by the family who also run the venue, and it's just completely run... It's run on passion and, you know, next to no funding. I think they might have a tiny bit of funding. but They're, they're the ones yeah, where you do get incredible. upset when they shut down. They're the yeah. one, For me, they're the ones... That I've, I've driven away from plenty of theatres I've performed at where I've thought, do you know what, in a year's time you're going to be on your asses begging to the local community for money because you want to keep it going. And the local community are going to go, do you know what, you can fuck off because you've treated us like shit. Like, do you know, and, 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 and I struggle to have any sympathy with that, even though I would consider myself a socialist and like, you know, left-minded and all that. I struggle to have sympathy with that because I'm like, no, you deserve to be shut down. You deserve for it to not work. And this isn't what we're here to talk about. <laughs> um, but then you do go to theatres and it breaks your heart when you're like, oh, it's a family-run theatre yeah. or a community-run theatre. Yeah. And why is the community not supporting it? Yeah, you know, well, that one, that one was. I mean, that yeah, one was yeah, that's absolutely great. packed that's great. out. It was amazing. Like, it was completely you know sold out and there was a week we had a we had food with the people who were going to watch the show before yeah, the show yeah, yeah, so yeah. we sat there and we ate far too much food for a start like and then had to get up and do an hour and a half of Shakespeare on a full stomach nice which <laughs> just led to a slightly more sluggish performance <laughs> than it sometimes probably is at least for the first 20 minutes um shouldn't have had dessert and um but yeah it was amazing so you, you actually you had a meal with the people who were coming to watch the yeah, show yeah, before yeah. which was just yeah. brilliant and and really just really relaxed and I think like that's the way that some of the some of it's going and like I did a tour last summer as well with Fuller's Pubs which okay. was um 12 night and that was going around round the round the pub gardens and just doing it in the pub gardens and it was going so it's taking it into people's communities where people actually want to see it and yeah, saying, yeah, saying it's about, progressive isn't yeah, it yeah, yeah that's that's more progressive because I guess that could be viewed as being going backwards but it's not it's, that's sort of that's where you recapture you, when people say look to the past for the future you know yeah. that's, I think there's a there's a key thing. there's one in Sheffield the theatre and I can't remember what it's called it's really bothering me I want to say library, but it might not be library. Um. It's the tiniest little theatre. It's almost like a model village when you're in there. From the stage, you're like, this is crazy. <laughs> but it's so intimate. And it's like, it's, it's like somebody shrunk a, a big theatre down. Like, it's actually been shrunk. Yeah, village, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, uh, so there's a, a pathway at the middle of the, of the audience. And there's like three seats <laughs> e- either side. <laughs> but they're like old red, you know, red velvet yeah, seats. Yeah. So it's, all, it's, it's just like, it's all been just... Yeah, and honestly, me and I did that on, mm. on the tour. It was one of the loveliest theatres I've yeah. ever performed in. It was like really, and packed, just yeah. completely packed to the rafters. Mm. Um, With three people. With, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. All three seats are filled. Like, yeah. 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 Sell out, sell out. Put that on, put that on next year's flyer. That's yeah. it, sold out. Get all the front of our stuff. They go, they go around the back and go, sell no tickets. Yeah. We have to go to, go to plan, go to plan Z. We have to plan Z, plan Z, and they all change. Yeah. We, we are the audience. We, we are the, the audience. audience. Yeah. Uh, they're out the back having coffees. The people that you saw before with the torches. Yeah. Um, well, listen, uh, Hunting of the Snark, it's at the Vaudeville Theatre till the 2nd of September. Um, oh, change, change of plan. We're, we're, we're only on until... No, down. yes. We are on until the 26th of August. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, about that, yes. That's yeah. 26th of August. It makes it even August. more urgent, doesn't it? Yeah, even more urgent. So yeah. Yeah, there's only a week to go in London. But then we are coming back to London with the with the Rose, with the, the Arts right. Depot, with the... Yeah. Yeah. Redbridge as well. Um, Redbridge, not too far. Uh, sort of Woodford Way. Okay, yeah. okay. The Redbridge Drama Centre. Um, 
so you're the Vaudeville for the 26th of August. Yep. Uh, and the website is uh, snarkthemusical.com. Snarkthemusical.com. There's yeah. Twitch as well, at the Snark Hunt. Yeah. Uh, Facebook as well. Instagram, uh, Instagram, at the Snark Hunt as well. All the ones. Yeah. yeah. I think you just said Snark Hunt. <laughs> I think you just had a really bad swear there. <laughs> is that deliberate? Has somebody done that deliberately? Yeah. Is that how childish is that? Here, I mean, right? yeah. how, how childish is that? Um, and then on a national tour, so you're going all over the place: Guildford, York, Kettering, uh, Letchworth. <laughs> I said Letchworth like it was glamorous. Letchworth, yeah. uh, Swansea, Milton Keynes, uh, North Finchley, Toad, Newcastle, Sale, Reading. Yeah, you're everywhere, right? Swansea, yeah. we're in Wales, Warwick. We're, yeah. Grimsby. Grimsby. All right, we don't say that. Are we going to end it Grimsby. like that? <laughs> Come on. I've never been to Grimsby, Grimsby. before. Grimsby. Are you excited? No. Yeah. No. You'll, you'll see things in Grimsby. <laughs> Honestly, when you go to Grimsby, take your camera. See things you'll <laughs> never see again. Like your camera. That's stuff. <laughs> Isn't that a brilliant joke? <laughs> <day? laughs> <laughs> Can't remember where I got that from, but you used to open my stand up with it many years ago. And then, and then the Larry Salford as well. Yeah, which, uh, you, you'll love the that. final date. You'll, yeah, you'll yeah. yeah, it's yeah. a really nice place. Yeah. And it's across the road from Media City as well. So yeah, yeah. Just run across and just say, look, we've done this. Can you come in? Ben Elton came to one of our shows because he was oh. working at Media City. Oh. We'll invite Ben. Just impressed everyone there. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, I didn't mean uh, to no, 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 noise. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah it's fine. It's um, well, look, it's been honestly a pleasure speaking to you, and best of luck with it. I hope because, you, you so know, it continues to go really, really well on that. And um, good for you. Good for you for doing your talk. That was Ben Galpin. Is it Galpin or Galpin? Galpin, yeah, Galpin. yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't and listen to the reviewers, they lie. And Simon yeah. Turner, have you been slagged off? <laughs> no, no, they just can't oh, spell my name. They, they can't, can't spell my name. Tell you about some shitty reviews. I like hearing about them. Carry on, what are you saying? Should we continued. Okay, I was just saying I had a nice email from Dave Benson Phillips PR saying how much they really enjoyed the show it was a really fun show and yep. um, we do it again so, <laughs> well uh, we are highly honoured <laughs> oh no yeah right we do that again so, so you've done well there we, we, so we would do it again um, I, I liked him I liked him if a lot yeah, weird noise I'm filling a vague thing up um, but do you think maybe partly why I'm getting tons of light probably um, I was sort of under the impression that it wouldn't be harmful in that way but it feels like maybe What's I know I keep stepping away. It's because I'm really worried that I didn't put the lid back on. Oh, that, that would be bad. Um, um, anyway, look, joined. how far are we into the show? What have we got? We've got how, uh, we're on 141. Oh, God, we've got a crack on then, haven't we? We have, because we've got we're another very someone else. Show, and we've got another guest on the well, telephone. I'm going to speak to him about something. That's not... How how is that a way to introduce a guest <laughs> to make him think you're going to bollock him in some? Well, no, no, it's not. It's not. It's not bollocking. I can oh, never God, bollock. Do you want to something. introduce that him? That sounded like you were his mum, Did and it? you just found out he was gay. <laughs> no, <laughs> there would be no bollocking there. I don't know, Connor. Connor Wallace. Hello, you kids. <laughs> Hello, Connor. Hello, Dad. <laughs> uh, now it's been a few weeks, Mum. Yeah, sorry, I was locked in a boarding house. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Um, didn't even blink. Um, it's been a few weeks since we've had any musical accompaniment from Anastasia you. last time, if I remember correctly. I believe. Mm, Left yeah, outside Al alone. Yeah, yes, it was yeah. Yeah, and I was outside. <laughs> uh, you shouted to your, was it postman at one point? Yeah, he drove past in his van. Yeah, he shouted <laughs> to him. Um, wh and what area are you in? Um, the Highlands. In the Highlands, okay. Oh. So, um, where are you situated as we speak? In my boudoir. Okay. And, and who else is in the house? <laughs> my mother, my stepfather, and my brother. Okay, are they aware of what you're getting up to in your boudoir? I told them that they might hear some noises. 
some noises. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, I said to you that it was very important that you were on the show this week because I felt that you hadn't been on it recently enough. Mm-hmm. And that it was something that I wanted to make a, reg- a regular f- sort of feature on the show. But if you weren't going to commit to it, then I wasn't going to ever have you on again. So, so I gave you a chance to come on to sort of re- reignite the firework. And I'm here with bells on. Oh. Yeah, good. I'm glad you got your bells on. Um, <laughs> so if you've not heard before, Connor um, will often just sing. He's a very accomplished singer. He is, yeah. And he will sing uh, songs down the phone for us. For the full song, that's always important. It's got to be the full song. It can never be a snippet. It's got to be a full song. Um, yeah. Do you recall what you, so you played? You did Anastasia last time. What was the one you sang before that? It was My Heart Belongs to Daddy. My Heart Belongs to Daddy, you sang, which was adorable. <laughs> Who was that by? I think again? my favourite one. Well, it's by. Uh, well, Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn yeah. Monroe, okay. But you did someone else's version of it, didn't you? Oh, Jinx Monsoon. That's, that's it. right, Jinx, yeah. And then yeah. I told you there was a Tiger Lily's version of it. You didn't know about it. Yes, uh, and you sent me a link, and it's very good. It's beautiful, very isn't sad. it? Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay, so today, because uh, you've had a bit of pre-planning, where are we at with the uh, with your musical adventure? Where, what stop shall we be taking on the Connor Wallace Whoa. musical adventure tour? <laughs> well, I was in London uh, the other week, and I, when I'm in London, I like to visit all the train stations on the same day. Me got around, and all of them. I was in. I was in Houston train station, and I thought I would sing a song by the lady who the train station is named after, Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston, she is, yeah, is it named after Whitney Houston? It is, yeah. Um, and what song are you... One b- of her up-tempo ones, I hope, like I Want to Dance the, with this Somebody. Is, this is where she's going to have a go at you, Connor. Uh, what, Queen of the Night, that's quite a banger. It's, you know, on the show, one, like, the music. What one were you playing to sing, Connor? Mm. I have nothing. I the ballad. Nothing. Yeah. The ballad. So now you said this is where you wanted to bollock Connor. So. Well, I didn't say bollock. I was I thinking. I don't agree with this, by the way, Connor. Well, no, because we've talked before about, like, you, you said to me, like, oh, that's too slow to play on the show. And you yeah, have the, said that. Yeah, to the me. actual music. But maybe Connor's going to make this ballad into a banger. Uh, doesn't sound sure. No, yeah, I think you know, Connor, you are. I know you are. You're going to put all the oomph well. into it. And it's... Can you keep in mind that Connor's well, probably been rehearsing for a few days? No, that's what I mean. Well, I, know. I, I have. Mm, I have an I have an alternative choice that is oh. a lot more up tempo, and it's in it's in Spanish. Oh. What is it? It's living 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 local. Oh yes, Spanish. please, yes, please, Connor. Ricky Martin. Now we're know, talking. Now do you know what, mate? I've I got to say, Connor. When you said I've got an alternative, I, I, in my head I thought, no way am I letting him do the alternative. That you know, this, I'm happy with the Whitney Houston one. But then when you just said living La Vida Loca... It's, it's, it's the one. Mm. It actually did sway me a little mm. bit, that then. Because it's a good mm, song, okay. isn't it? Ricky Martin, it's got everything about it, it says hit. And the problem with this is as well, is because I, I insist on the whole song. Yeah, yeah. We can't do both. And I thought, well, maybe we could do half one and half no, the other no, no, one. No, no, no. I don't know. I... We'll switch up halfway. What was the one you were going to sing? Mash Up. I Have Nothing. By Whitney. That's got a slow intro, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Slow okay, outro. could you do me a, the slow intro from I Have Nothing and then yes. kick into La Vida Loca? Okay. Okay, let's okay. get that. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, are you ready to go? You all warmed up? Yeah, well, how about I can intersperse them both the whole way through? I'd, well, I wouldn't, get, I wouldn't get overly complicated. I wouldn't get too mm. cocky with it. If you okay. start feeling, if you start feeling that when you're performing, do it. Okay. But mm-hmm. I would say, for the time being, for the first initial plan, you're starting with a bit of "I Have Nothing," and then you're going to find a key moment where you can bang into "Living a Vida Loca." Okay. Okay. That's and then, fine. then "I Have Nothing" is gone at that point. You know, you don't have to keep. You don't refer back to it. It's not a. It's not a okay. bunny. 
That's fine. So it's just a slow build-up. Yeah. You don't know what yeah. Jive Bunny okay, is. Okay, I know, but you know, it's a funny thing to say, isn't it? Um, okay, so uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, would you welcome onto the stage uh, somebody who, if you've heard him before, you'll know you're in for a treat. If you've never heard him before, you're in for the time of your life. Would you welcome now, with hands <laughs> a-clapping, Mr. Connor Wallace, ladies and gentlemen, with his dulcet tones. Connor Wallace, onto the hey. stage. Here he is, here he is. Good luck. Good luck, good luck young man. <laughs> Share my life. Take me for what I am Cause I'll never change all my colours for you Abby, could you get your hands out, your head out your hands? He's doing well. <laughs> keep, keep going, Connor, keep going, keep going. Take my love, I'll never rest for too much Like Rowan and Kate and Just all that you are Hold it together, Connor. And everything that you do, 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 la reina de la noche, la diosa de voodoo, yo no podré salvarme, podrá salvarte tú, la tela de la araña, la una del dragón. Te lleva los infiernos Ella es tu adicción Te besa y desnuda Con su baile demencial Tú cierras los ojitos Y te dejas arrastrar Tú te dejas arrastrar Ella que será En la vida loca Y te dolerá Si te falta te toca Ella es tu final Viva la vida loca Ella te dirá Viva la vida loca Viva la vida loca Viva la vida loca Se fue a New York City A la torre de un hotel Se ha robado la cartera Se ha llevado a la ciencia is that it? Yeah. That the end? There we go. Connor Wallace, ladies and gentlemen, with the Spanish That's version great. of Living La Vida Loca. Right. She got very upset. Nat got very upset. There were key there phrases. No, there was no English in it no, at all. No, I just like, I'm in a funky, cheap you come hotel. Over here. You come over here, mate. <laughs> Singing all over our English songs. Living La Vida Loca. For a Monday afternoon. Which obviously was originally an English song, wasn't it? Of La Vida fucking Loca, yeah. La he was singing the original version of it. No, I know. It was translated for dumb Americans. And me. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. Well, thank you, Connor. Have you had yeah. any correspondence about from like record companies or anything like that? Have you had any interest? Mm, not yet, I'm afraid. Such, no, no. But maybe with a bit of consistency, and keep getting my voice out there. Well, that's what. Uh, again, that's why. I mean, some people would think, oh, he's only getting Connor to do it to pad a bit of his show out. But mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm actually doing it because I actually believe that there is something there. Yeah, and I appreciate that. And greatly. it would be disastrous, in my opinion, for you to disappear without a trace, in, <laughs> from a musical point of view. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do understand that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for contributing today. 
Well, thank you so much for having me back. No, no, the pleasure was all ours, Connor. And are you well in real life? I'm very well, thank you. Okay, you still teaching? Settling back into home life. Okay, that's all right. Are you teaching still? No, it was only for a, a three-week summer school. Oh, oh, did you see our B-chat come back? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was very good, and that's very sad to leave. Okay, Aww. well, good good for you. Well, there'll be other days, won't there, man? There'll be other mountains to climb. The what, what? There'll be other mountains to climb, other adventures. Oh, yes. Yes, lots of mountains to get over. Still at that music career. That music career's on the horizon. Connor Wallace, well, thank I'm you, man. i get a Christmas album out. Oh, yeah. That may be pushing it. No, no, it's only what we're in now, August, end of August. It's pushing it. Thanks, Connor. Uh, you're very welcome. I go by the name of Wyclef Jean. We are the refugee all-stars. We salute the soldiers around the world. Hell yeah. This one is called Bullet in Your Bubble Goose. This one's for the people. Hell yeah. That was... This uh, next song is off my first... You died. Um, this is That was uh, South Park Cast with Wycliffe Jean singing Bubble Goose. I like it. I did like it. I really it. like that album. Mm. I might bring all that album in and play it all. Okay. It's really good. Oh, I'll do that. Send, or you could send it to me. No, I'll bring it in. Mm. No CD. I want to bring in... No, I'll bring out MP3s. All right. And I want to bring in Randy Newman's new album as well, because it's amazing. All right. Well, why don't we transfer it to me, and I can get it on before you arrive so, here 20 minutes so before. So god-awful. It's all for my internet. Oh, OK, fine. It's set forever. Um, there's a great song called The Great Debate, mm. which is the opening song on the Randy Newman album. It's an argument between uh, religious people and scientists, and it's a masterwork. Really good and very, very funny. It's eight minutes long, so I thought it'd be handy to bring that in, you know. For what a guest. If uh, in doubt. If in doubt, eight minutes out. Yeah, sure, sure. So, uh, we're wrapping up now. Uh, no show next week, because mm, it's no. bank holiday, it is, and yeah. for some reason, Fubo operates this ludicrous policy. I don't work. Bank holidays. Yeah, but that's ridiculous. Well, that's how it is. But do you not think it's a flawed um, business no, plan? because I get the day off, so not really, no. But think about it. Mm. It's a bank holiday. Yeah. People aren't working. Mm-hmm. It is an ideal time. Well, let's think about your dates, though, because if you had have done it another way around, we would have recorded a show on the 21st and then had one going out on the bank holiday. Yeah. If we'd done it that way around, but we didn't, so... That's okay, though. That's allowed. Yeah. Um, it's just how the diary falls. I just think it makes sense. Because so every bank holiday, you'll see it on Twitter, I guarantee mm. it, people saying, so excited to listen to the show live today, yeah. so excited, and then there is no show. No, there isn't, no. Well, you can't say it like that, blase, like you, you don't care. I mean, I do care, but I do also have the day off, so I'm happy about that. I think it would be better on mm. a bank holiday week yep. to go work the Monday, yep. take the Tuesday off. That, yeah, but then I've got other shows to work on. So no, but, then, but that's, that's, that's the bank holiday day. here. So you go. Yeah, but there's, our, no, our there's no Sarah's show afterwards. They're all, no one, that's all. There's no live shows that day. Because they've been told they're not doing yeah, the shows. Yeah. But if you said there was a show, they'd do it. Well, yeah, they probably would. Yeah, I think it would just think, you know. Okay, well. It's an idea, isn't it? Just an idea for getting, for getting you more lessons. Just a thought, innit? Um, well, there we go. That's us. Um, I'm going to go get on the train now. I think yeah, it's all charged up. I only come in here really to charge my appliances. Mm-hmm. So they're all charged up. You've got to stop sulking on air now. I'm not sulking. In real life, you've got to st- stop actually sulking. Mm. got to hold it together, mate. If someone makes a good point. Um, enjoy your bank holiday and shit. I'm, uh, I'm working that day. I'm going to be doing stuff anyway. And yeah. enjoy. Is Sarah coming up now? Are, yeah. they, are they on this week? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll see you next week. Won't see you next week. Week after. Is it the week after? It is the week after. Okay, we'll Fourth. see you the week after. <laughs> Thank you to the people that came in. Got the names, but they were very, very good. <laughs> Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.